you doing? Yes, I just c c countered. <laughs> I was fully expecting to fucking announce, and you just come in here. I saw you doing it. I was just like, well, let me just jump in there. Oh, <laughs> all right, with your fucking side B. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> fucking. Uh, uh, so, guys, it's a very, it's a very special show because they're always special because <laughs> we're on. We're special but, people, folks. Yeah, yeah, special. <laughs> like blue eyes. All right, so. George Bone King Hernandez. How's it going, everyone? Adrian, masterful dude of doodliness, and Ricky the Nintendo Kid Guancho. Oh my goodness. I didn't know these were all of our nicknames. Where, I gotta ask you, though. Uh, where did Bone King come from? Oh my goodness. Okay, so you're gonna be horribly disappointed. Okay? <laughs> you're gonna think it's some long, cool story, and it's really not. Right. So, my old screen name was Restless Nights Zero. Okay. Which is the most unwieldy thing to use as like your title for like a stream or anything really. So I was like, let me look at what's popular. Let me see how do people sound catchy because I want to sound like something good. So I'm noticing, you know, like you have all these um, like uh, Pootie Pie. Right. Uh, you have uh, Ninja. Ninja. Like it's always a two syllable thing. I was trying to think of other examples, but I just blanked out for some reason. Either Not way. Pack. Matt Pat, exactly, like all these, John Tron. So I was like, I need something with two syllables. That I didn't want to take someone's name or some stupid bullshit. I just wanted two syllables. So I'm like, I like Halloween. It's like my, my You like Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, I mean, well, my mom certainly seems to think I love that movie. I've gotten a freaking Jack Skellington every year. Love you, mom. You're the best. And I decorate my room every time with it. So thank you. Um, but no, like, um, I love Halloween. It's my favorite holiday. So I'm like, you know, something spooky. And then... King, because I don't know, it's some sort of like, I don't know. I just honestly, I needed something and just bone something and like. I like it. And I kind of ran with it and it seems to work. Thank you, man. I thank you. And thank you for giving me an opportunity to explain it right here on the stream. like, that, like <laughs> On stream. the spot. On the spot. Yes. See, I'm too used to being on the freaking stream. Jesus Christ. All well, right. Uh, so, Ricky, I have you on. We obviously have to talk about some shit. Oh, uh, I have another idea for a nickname of you, actually. I just thought of it. So, so, do you prefer Ricky the Nintendo Kid or Ricky Captain N? Well, actually, oh, that's actually, actually well, I like I like Captain N. That doesn't bother me at all. But you know, nobody calls me Ricky, <laughs> so uh, you guys call me Cardo or Ricardo or whatever. What? Uh, Captain N is fine, dude. All I've ever been is introduced to you is uh, by you from him as Ricky. This right, right, no right. No one right. ever told me that. Yeah, but his like persona is Cardo. But I, son I, of a I wanted to go with Nintendo Kid because he kept calling himself a Nintendo Kid. I earlier. mean, that's what I, I just wanted to do that. But I like we'll Captain N. I like yeah. Captain N. No, I just, I'm just workshop. Captain N is better. Captain N is better. We don't know that. Just so yet. Captain <laughs> N, uh, we're gonna have shirts for him. <laughs> anyway, so Captain N, we gotta fucking talk about something that isn't Nintendo. All right, but instead Bullshit. it's not TV. Oh. oh, it's HBO. I'm also an HBO kid. Uh, honestly, hobo um, kid? hobo kid. Yes, the Deuce <laughs> is literally the wire for me, and I have to say it's thank you for turn, turning me on to David Simon because hmm. holy shit, that show is so good. Yeah, I agree, 100. percent Can I get like a because I haven't seen it? Can I get like a, a right, show synopsis so, without going into spoilers? So, uh, Ricky, if I may, uh, Cardo, if I may. Uh, uh, Captain N, if I may. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it's a three-season show. Mm -hmm. Thank God, because shows shouldn't be more than five seasons at most. But this show is three seasons of real, hard-hitting, kind of like a, uh, a magnifying glass to 70s, 80s New York. 
Now, if, okay. if you remember 70s, 80s New York, obviously, you could you could use hip-hop. Hip-hop had a great magnifying glass back then. Grandmaster Flash, the message. Right. You could look into that and see how bad drugs were, how bad the streets were, and things of that nature, mm-hmm. and who was making money and who was, you know, running the streets. Okay. So, what the deuce is, is basically Times Square. Yeah. Like, and it and and okay. it's talking about it before it became Disney. Oh, gentrification for like the right. origin or sort of like a, a, a sort of retelling of original what Times Square Time was. Square? Yeah. What, what Times Square was before the corporations wow. came in, and, and it, it focuses a lot on. I'm sorry, Adrian. No, no, no. Go, focuses go. a lot on uh, prostitution, mm-hmm. um, the porn industry. Um, yeah, and how how it kind of like manifested into that. Oh yeah, and, and the mob as well, how they played into it. But the mob aspect isn't really the it's important a small thing. thing, right? Yeah, it's it's really about the people, right? right. Cardo, would wouldn't you say like because we we get like you're looking at the eyes of probably the most uh, the most important citizens of the Deuce, which is the prostitutes, the people that are running the bars, no, the people that are running uh, that are doing. Uh, the, the drug running and shit like that, like the pimps as well. First season's all about that, mm. and then you learn about these characters, and they and these characters grow, and you grow with them. But also, like I was telling Cardo before the show, no one's likable; everyone's real. Hmm. Right. Okay, that's it's, interesting. The themes in the show range from a lot of different things. Like we were saying, like prostitution and its effects on society, porn and its effects on society. I'm guessing the sexual drugs. aspect is really put to the front because so far yes. you guys have mentioned strippers and, and like the yes, porn industry is 100%. major things. And okay. also, it really has a good um, good look into the gay community, uh, right. the LGBT community in the 70s and 80s in New York, and how they were ostracized oh and everything God, like yeah. that. And yeah, because it, it develops a great story within that, and it's. It's told super fairly mm. and by the people who were affected by these things. And right. it makes it really real. Yeah. Captain N brought up the AIDS thing. It's so fucking important because season three. Well, the AIDS thing was is is, is a later thing. But yeah, it talks about the, the whole yeah, yeah. but it talks about the whole community and the whole thing. Like yeah. one of the main characters, well, Paul. T- t- no doubt was around. I don't know. I don't even pretend to know no, no, about but, the 70s but for the gay the, community. It's way AIDS, before I know anything, bro. But, what the fuck? but right. But the AIDS crisis. Right, it was the '90s, right? It was yeah. the late. No, it, it was it was the '80s. Yeah, starting in the mid '80s to early ni- the, yeah, yeah early late '80s, 90s. early '90s, right? And it's such a pivotal thing in the show. Mm. Like, dude. Okay, so we've talked on Cannon Fire before mm-hmm. when I revealed this tattoo, and you right. told me how this tattoo meant in the LGBT community. Usually, that I'm positive. For I'm not going to say like that. I didn't what it know is that, but everyone. this is what the biohazard symbol means. So if you're if you have HIV. That's what I I don't want to say like oh that's law because I don't fucking I just notice that in a lot of porn where at some point some dude says hey some creepy shit oh hey that's a biohazard tattoo I'm noticing a theme here and then I went and found out that that is like a thing that some people see I don't know how many other people in existence do that but right. I'm just saying this is something I but noticed. it is yes. a little ironic that I got it in memory of my uncle who died from AIDS it's coincidental and, yes and I was telling Cardo like yeah. through chat like dude. This season like, fucking hit me hard because of its how well they're treating the AIDS virus and AIDS victims. How well it's like telling the story. Yeah, like because okay. it fucking hit, you know, for me. Yeah, it hit for me. Fucking scary disease. The, which is, is which is kind of yeah. why which is kind of why I told I told Cardo like because Cardo loves the wire. 
Yeah. You've read fucking books on The Wire. Yeah. And he, you know, David Simon is responsible for both shows. Mm. He's responsible for The Wire and for The Deuce. Right. There's a theme. <laughs> uh, Simon's goat. But. Yes, he is. For, for Cardo, I don't mean to presume. Yeah. You tell me if I'm wrong. The Wire is your favorite show. But The Deuce is my favorite fucking show. Like, for me, The Deuce is my wire, so to speak. Sorry, Because of, of how fucking I'm close so it is. So sorry to me. interrupt you. I just want to go ahead and introduce, introduce our special guest, um, the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> um, just because he's already interrupting you. I was kind of hoping we didn't fucking Well, because he was it. already interrupting you, and someone's going to mention it at some point. So you know what? I might as well introduce this character fully. Um, we're hoping to have a good three-part arc for him. I, I, would like, I would like to ask you, Carl, how did you get into the wire? Like, what, how how'd you find out about it? Um, well, uh, I've always really been interested in HBO. I uh, started watching The Sopranos as a young kid. Mm-hmm. Um, got into Oz, got into Rome, got into Deadwood. And my friend had watched some of it and he had bought the DVDs and told me, hey, you need to watch the show. And um, he told me a little bit about it. And I was. Oh, so you didn't get into it when it was like live on air? No. You got into it? No, after. right after it finished. Oh, okay, cool. Right mm-hmm. after it finished. And he That's told the me- best part to get into a series, right after it's done? Like, yeah. Come on, just fucking all of it. So, <laughs> yeah, he, um, he told me about it and he told me it was about cops. And I said, I don't want to watch that. I don't like stories about cops. I don't like, I figured it was a procedural and um, I could have been more wrong. You know, it tells real stories and the main character is Baltimore in that show, obviously. And it tells, you know, all different types of life and, you know, um, crime and, and people who are on the other side of crime who, who don't act morally. Um, it doesn't glorify anything. It's what I love about David Simon. He never glorifies anything that, you know, that you would see like in a, a movie that I really cannot stand is Blow. Right. I think it's a glorification of the drug trade. Right. And no, it's, it's dude, even in fucking um, what's his name's the new old boy. There's a scene where it's the guy's murdering his family and it's said to be like, it's cool. Like, right. why? That's unnecessary. There's right. It's a heinous act for a reason. You're not right. supposed to accentuate it for being cool. So I totally right. see what you're and, about. and yeah. And it focuses on the characters and how they would really act and not how they're supposed to be written for, you know, a network. You know, and The Wire is the only place it could have existed is HBO. Nobody else would have touched it. It's too real. It's too serious. And The Deuce is the same way. The only place that could have done The Deuce is HBO. Nobody Mm. else would have touched it. Netflix would have. I, I I definitely don't. Not think maybe so. not do it as well. They don't but even they could release it. They don't even. Fuck. They're not even going to show cigarettes anymore. Do you really think that they're going to show all that, that stuff? Oh my god! But maybe because of a different audience. I don't know. Maybe it is a different audience. Once yeah. what you're paying for premium television for Netflix. For, people right. are. Pay, I mean, for for HBO, people are paying for Netflix to watch Friends and The Office. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, literally, there are, there's a lot of other stuff. But yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm not no, saying, no, no, I, no, but, I agree. There is. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of stuff. But that's the reason why people but buy they're Netflix. they're coming out with like more Netflix original films and shit. And I totally see what you're saying. Like, yeah, HBO because has because that everyone else is starting their own streaming thing. So right. uh, Warner Brothers pulled out uh, Friends, and they is pull, HBO going to and have NBC? Yes, yeah. they are. HBO Max. I was about to say, why not? Like yeah. by this point, yeah. Sure. And uh, I thought it was Warner Max or something where everything's together. I thought it was called HBO Max, but maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Hobo I mean, Max. To be fair, regardless, I'll be getting it. To be fair, <laughs> maximum. I, I, maximum. This is kind of a great segue. Cardo and I, we were we were discussing this. I want to hear from you as well. Oh, no. uh, what is the holy trinity of HBO? Cardo, you go first. Like the holy trinity of like the best shows HBO has. You're gonna need to give me a list. Because oh. I don't watch shows based on the exact platform, and that's okay, why well, I leave well, it up okay. that. Okay, see, look, I'm, so, I'm, I'm with you on that. Right. I'm with you on that. But with HBO in particular, 
they have done so well in the last 25 years mm. of putting out the best on television by far. It's not even close. There's and no other no network. No Showtime for you? No, nowhere. There, there isn't really a Showtime show that has reached the amount of accolades that an HBO show has had. Yeah. That, that's what we're like looking at. Like, if you were to look through list of Emmy nominations, I guarantee you 20 to 1, fucking HBO, HBO okay. blows them out of the water. Not even that, their original movies blow them out of the water. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. One of the best original movies that, that HBO ever made was called... Well, Netflix is all about uh, that. <laughs> Late Night, which is about the war between Jay Leno and David Letterman. Yeah. And I find that infinitely fucking fascinating. And mm -hmm. HBO was the only one that did that shit. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, they wanted to take a piss on NBC. But uh, what's your holy trinity? Obviously, The Wire is one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would be the... Um the George, father. I need you to watch the wire. I'm looking. I'm <laughs> looking at shows right now. I'm like, what's on HBO? That would be that would be the top. Uh, the Wire. Um, and I don't want to use all dramas because that would be too easy. So okay. I'll go around and um, I'm going to use uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Fucking great <laughs> show's been on oh for my God. twenty um, years. You don't, I, um, you don't like Curb? It's the most annoying show to watch because because not because it's badly written, not because it's badly it's barely acted. It's barely written. I well, I actually think the scenarios are great, the acting is great, but it just pounds at that weird feeling of like, oh god, I'd hate to be in this yeah. situation, yeah. and just keeps doubling down. And it's totally great. That's the right. point of the show. Right. Just me personally, I'm like, fuck, stop. No, just, yeah. This guy just keeps fucking himself over it's every cringe. second. It's cringe. Oh, it's hard that's to watch. Larry. Yeah, that's Larry. <laughs> I can't stand Larry. You ever watch extras? No, no. Whoa, okay. Oh. That, that's a Ricky Gervais show on HBO. Oh, it's I on love HBO. Ricky Gervais. It's on HBO. Okay, cool. Fantastic show. Another show that's his, it's on HBO. It's Life's Too Short. Fantastic show with okay. uh, Warwick Davis. Um, See but, the Merchants, but my extras, favorite of the crew. Yeah, no, he's in oh, that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. And he's in extras. Sweet. So, um, yeah, that show makes you so uncomfortable where mm -hmm. you just want to like curl up in a ball. I hate that feeling. And, but, but the thing is, is you kind of watch them because they're so good and it's something that makes you feel. Didn't you say? That's all you need. If it makes you feel something, that's how you know it's well, written it's well. Yeah, absolutely. Did, absolutely. Uh, Carter, didn't you say that Curb is like 90% improv? Well, oh, yeah. No. Actually, a whole season of Curb is around 20 pages worth of script. It's mostly just make sure you mention Larry Davis is the only dude that could get away with that. He's a billionaire. And he's the laziest person in Hollywood. <laughs> He is, wow, called he, out on the is, str oh, stream. Damn it, I, on the podcast. Hey, hey, hey. To, to be fair, my three favorite people in the entire world are all old Jews. Bernie Sanders, Larry David, and Bob Dylan. So, I mean, like, yeah. I love those guys. And, I mean, everything Larry, everything Larry does to me is genius. And he's, um, since Seinfeld, I mean, he's done as little work as possible and made as much money as possible. And I think that is genius. That's what everybody wants. I guess, officially. So, okay, we got Wire. Then we got Curb. Right. Go oh, well, I want to tack on something to that because that's I just thought of something because like, yeah, that's awesome that he's able to succeed in that field and he's right. able to make money without having to do a lot of changes to his, his formula. But at some point, at what point is it not servicing the fans and more himself? Because the content that he will be putting out at some point, if at some point he keeps lowering them out. Now that I'm saying this is happening, I have no idea. Right. But if he does like decide to, oh, well, if I'm already at this point, I can start taking it back and taking it back. Then the quality of the content is also going to decrease. Right. So that might fuck it up. But so as of right now, it works. HBO is eager for him to do a season every year. Oh, my God. He doesn't. He's had 10 seasons in 20 years. Mm -hmm. The show's been on since 1999. The next yeah, season is coming out next now. year. So, mm -hmm. I mean, if he he has to call them and be like, hey, I have an idea. Mm -hmm. And Larry's not the type of guy to pull out, put out crap. 
I mean, I've never seen anything that he's done that wasn't well, really well made. Well, if he's able to not work until he feels something, then yeah, totally, I guess so. I guess I was thinking like he was forced a, no. into something no. like that. It's like a no. weird, lazy perfectionist. Right, right. I feel like I feel like there's a phone at HBO. It's called the Larry David Simon phone. <laughs> and when it rings, it's somebody's responsibility to pick it up and be like, yes. And you know the sound it makes? Oh, God, the theme. All right, so we have Wire. Then we have Curb. Right. What's that third spot? The Holy Ghost of HBO. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. What? What's the third one? Man, see, this is this is where it gets tough. Deadwood. Yeah. Sopranos. See, I made my see, list. By the way, it's between Deadwood mm-hmm. and The Sopranos. Deadwood. I don't think there's a show written character-wise as better. Like Al Swearingen, Ian McShane is probably one of the best like performances I've ever seen um, by far. So I'm probably gonna say Deadwood, but The Sopranos was a beginning and an end. Um, Deadwood just got their movie. They ended it. it was fantastic, thank God, because it was left on a cliffhanger. But I'm gonna go with The Sopranos because it was such a. It was got what got me started on HBO. Um, I think it got a lot of people started on HBO on us for sure. For because sure, that was fucking movie quality writing. Right, and what I love about the show, and as a lot of people actually who watch it don't get, is that Tony doesn't do anything. He's lazy. He's the laziest person in the world, and he's not supposed to be sympathetic. But people feel sympathy for him. They just don't understand the writing of David Chase. David Chase is such a genius. And how he wrote it was so satirical and just making fun of how stupid all these guys are and how dysfunctional they are. Tony would get up in the morning at noon, come come down, grab some breakfast, go have a meeting at a strip club, go meet somebody at a meet uh, a meatpacking place, um, go to the strip club, back to the strip club, have lunch, have a second lunch, come home, and then eating. And Carmela's like, "Hey, Tone, can you look this over?" And he's like, "I've been busting my ass all fucking day. I want to sit here." He's literally hadn't done dick. All day. Forget the gabagool. <laughs> right. Right. It's phenomenal. It's so well written and it's so satirical and just making fun of them. But a lot of people actually watch it, take it serious. And I don't understand that, but it's still a great show. And um, I'll put that as the third one on my list. Nice. So also, Wire, uh, Curb, Soprano. That's a really good trinity. I really want to go ahead and just say if I ever go to the strip club, I want to call it, oh, I'm having a meeting. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just having a meeting there. I, I'm not actually using the, the facilities. Would I you say it's a, a meeting of the minds? Sure. At the bottom Two, you know, dangling minds, but you know how it is. <laughs> uh, Any case, I was going to say two big minds, and I went, wait, well, you know, let me alternate, but whatever. So I have my, my list ready, in case you're ready. Oh, you have a Trinity up? Yeah, I went ahead and I looked it up, and I was like, let me see if I've actually, right, A, let's... seen these shows, and B, like these shows. So here we go. All right, what's one? Um, number one is, well... No, the we'll one start that... at the lowest one, and then go to your top. Okay. All right, that's, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So, oh, this is okay. I'm going to mix that up. <laughs> so, I, I don't know whether or not which one should be the lowest because I just started watching this new show and I just realized it was HBO. Vinny turned me on to it. He's been doing nothing but singing the praises of this show. He's just all over it. And he's just like, you need to see it. You need to see it. It's so funny. And I saw it and I'm like, I, I kind of like it. It's What's a cool concept. The show? Name is Barry. Oh, fantastic show. Fantastic show, dude. It was great. It was a great... I saw the first couple of episodes. I had a great time. Noho Hank is the most (laughs) pleasant person I have ever... The most pleasant gangster ever 
I mm. want to be his friend. Oh my god, he's amazing. He's such a nice wow. You're starting with Barry. All he right. plays. He plays Victor no, Zaz well, in third. Gotham, and he is fantastic. He actually has alopecia. No, you've shown me some clips. Yeah, I, Barry's definitely on the list. My big one of the big things that's weird about it though is like I get it. The whole thing about a, a kind of I guess it's the synopsis. The main right. Story. No, the th- synopsis to, is very weird. No, right. you can go over the. Yeah, synopsis. it's not really a spoiler if I say what no. it is. It's it's an assassin that basically doesn't like his career right now, right. and he feels that he needs to find something else. And what he finds is. <laughs> totally cool and i understand it but he just snaps to the other job he doesn't transition at all i'm like bro half of the problems are because of how you're handling right it. and that's the only knock i have the acting is superb uh wait, wait, wait. Barry, barry's bill Hader, right yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. just won an emmy for best actor in a comedy for series what exactly for, for barry. barry for barry yeah no shit that's awesome good for him yeah. I, I didn't know it's a great show i think it's absolutely fantastic um how it's written you got steven root you got henry wrinkler in it mm. i mean it's a great freaking cast it's uh, a fantastic show it's if you guys cast. missed it we uh had a th- it themed episode and george and i sang the praises of bill <laughs> Hader. actually you sang the praises of bill Hader. i was still iffy because chapter two is like iffy a bit in some areas yeah so i wasn't but, feeling it but he is a great actor yeah but even then you also agreed that bill Hader, what he had i you liked but i will say he, he we were just talking a little bit earlier about characters who mainly play on playing themselves he kind of does play himself, although he can change the dynamic that's going on with himself really right. well. But he is still playing Bill Hader. One of my uh, best friends, he's a, a former Marine. Well, two of them, actually. But um, I asked him how Barry acted. Did okay. he act like a Marine? There's a scene where he's actually like doing like, you know, going through clearing rooms and everything. Right, it was like, right. was that realistic? Or were his friends realistic? Everything like that. He goes, 100%. Hmm, I felt okay. like it was all real. Um, I felt like he was a, you know, he was a vet. And um, that he was a Marine. Mm-hmm. That he doesn't look super, super cut or anything like well, that. Not every Marine he's is, just a regular so guy. Yeah, he's just a regular guy, but he can do a lot with guns and everything like that. He was like, no, 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 I, I buy it 100%. So, um, I mean, if mm-hmm. that's how Bill Hader is, I've never seen him in anything else. Uh, well, this is the first thing I've ever seen him in. I was impressed. You know, the one thing that I noticed, like one part of his performance, and I'm going to try and tell the scene without giving specifics, so maybe you can right. latch on to what I'm talking about. Um, the one scene where I was like, oh shit, that was actually a very interesting acting thing that I feel like is not normal for Bill Hader that I've seen in other things. Right. He's in a parking lot talking to someone in a car. Right, right. I know yeah, what you're You already about. know what I'm talking about. Okay, right. cool. And he's basically, he's not in a car. He's standing outside the car talking to this Character. Male, whatever, we'll just say. Right. Um, and he's he's straight up just starts saying stuff, yeah. right? A lot of stuff. And the way he his eyes were and his mannerisms and how he was moving, I was like, holy shit, that's that's really interesting. Like you all of a sudden really flip that switch, even in your mannerisms. Yeah. And that's that's good acting, obviously. So I don't know, it's just something I noticed. Very good. Yeah, he is clearly he, won the Emmy for a right reason. Yeah, yeah. Very good. I can't wait for season three to come out. It's mm-hmm. it's a fantastic show. That's a good that's a good one. So All number right. t- and that's number three. So <laughs> I don't even know if that should have been number two. I don't know. But number two, I guess, is Silicon Valley. Okay, it's a good show. It's it's quicker and with the jokes, and it's like you know a little bit more lighthearted. Right. But it's it's uh, Vinny got you know Vinny's huge into HBO then because he's the one who's getting me into these shows. I like Vinny. I mean, he's a good guy. <laughs> yeah, he loves Nintendo too as well. Oh, God, we'd be best so, friends. He's actually Nintendo 100%. Actually, you guys would get into it about Mega Man because he loves Mega Man as well. So you guys oh, would love Do you like Mega Metroid? Man. Love it. Do you like Earthbound? Love it. Okay, these are all of his favorite things. <laughs> so there you go. Like, no, but for real. Um, so yeah, Silicon Valley is not much to really go about it. It's, you it's know, a good it's, show. It's a it, great it, show. It got some so. great actors in it. Um, yeah. some guy, one of the guys from Freaks and Geeks. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in it. Um, you got a uh, Najir. I mean, uh, oh, but you know what? It, that Vinny show. Vinny loves Fantastic Four. So is Ricardo. Oh, 
I keep <laughs> thinking all the things that Vinny likes. You guys are pretty similar. But Jesus no, like Christ. the main character of that show is actually kind of funny because I just complained about a couple of other shows. It, it Curb your enthusiasm. Curb, curb your enthusiasm specifically right. where the main character gets himself in all the trouble and Silicon Valley is another example where that main character is so passive in some scenarios where he doesn't but he also has it, like Asperger's or something oh well true but he doesn't The what saves it for me is that at the last minute he will pull some fucking miracle off and the thing they need is done and then you know what I mean and then the next second it's back this screwed up <laughs> exactly <laughs> and, and then we gotta get back to it so yeah no absolutely so that it's, that a, it's a very interesting show I mean mm -hmm. I love it when when they're all hanging out and they actually did something good when they're doing that always blue, always blue. Mm. Like that just makes me feel good. It's if a, it's a, it's a well-written show here and I'm taking another dick. Oh my here. gosh. They do a whole freaking. But if I switch the, <gasps> like they're figuring out circuitry, but I'm, oh God, it was funny as fuck. It's a great show. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fantastic show. It's so a well, it's a well-written right, show. All right. What's, what's number one? Number one is season one, season one, not season two, season one of Westworld. Definitely. I mean, yeah. I loved the, oh my God, the world building, the acting, the tone. I loved the season actors. one, but I liked great. season two. I think yeah. season oh, two was that, 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 I'm so sorry. No, uh, that, ahead, that scene with Maeve where she's walking. There's a lot of Maeve scenes. But you know, she's walking mm -hmm. and she's realizing a lot of things at that moment mm -hmm. in the show. I don't want to be too spoiler. I mean, the show came out three years ago. I mean, that's not it. an excuse, damn it. That is an excuse. Look gotta watch right it. at him. No, no. But just, go ahead. just, just to imagine everything that she must be feeling mm -hmm. is was overwhelming for me. I mean, fantastic show. I mean, again, the cast in that. I have no idea how you managed to play a soulless robot and an incredibly heartfelt robot like at the same time. Yeah. Holy shit! Like that's impressive. for me. What <laughs> what sold me on Westworld. Because Carter was like hyping the fuck out of it, <laughs> and he fucking also. told uh, he told this other group chat that we were in, and he was like, "Guys, y'all gotta watch Westworld." And we were like, "Okay, what was Westworld about?" He's like, "It's fucking D and D with robots." Actually, let me correct you. It's LARPing with robots. All right. Do you know? Am I the only one here who knows LARPing? I don't know what LARPing yeah. is. I know live what LARP a live action role play. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. you go. It's a theme park. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, but like, you, yes. It's fantastic. Boy, is that a theme park? But the coolest <laughs> thing about it is, when you think about it, it's just like the reason why William is on this path or whomever might be on this path mm. is because he found an Easter egg. Yeah. That led him on to another Easter egg. And if he wouldn't have found this specific path, he would have been led back into town and then start another trivia. mission. Yeah. Right. So it's it's fantastic. I love how they wrote the show. The season one was fantastic. It's the season two. Season two, I really want to know where they're going to go with it because it was, I feel like it was almost like a setup season. When you make one character too OP, bro. I just, you can't. Like, what do you, well, what do you do? I, I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it as much as season one. Yeah, mm. season one's That's go. for sure. I yeah. think everyone kind of agrees on that. With even most people I talk to, they're like, right. "Yeah, season two is okay, but season one was the you know thing." Yeah, which makes sense. Um, How about you? A, that's actually a really good Trinity, George. Thank you. I, I kind of looked. Silicon up the Valley list. was. A, uh, I didn't. I didn't expect that one, and mm. it's a very good show. It's not one of my favorites by any means, but it's a really good show, and it's it'd be the best show on whatever network it was on, other than HBO. I feel. <laughs> True. Jesus. Um. Probably. I, I don't know because it's it's its own. I, I don't know how you how you organize that because channels have all sorts of different shit. It's not always the same kind of like Silicon Valley to Deadwood. Right, the same channel though. But I know, but like the tone is so drastically different. Right, like, but I don't you know, know it's even, HBO. Yeah, but one's written better. 
but that is subjective, even though you can agree. I can agree in some areas, but I, you know, that is still subjective. Um, it I, is, it is, it is subjective, but once a 30 minutes, correct. Once a 30 minute show. <laughs> yeah. Once a 30 minute show, the other one's a whole hour. And I mean, just the, it's everything just along with it, like yeah. with the setting and the costumes and, but would you say a triple a game is automatically better than an indie title just because it took more effort to put together? No, no, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying just because it takes more effort. I'm saying I feel like the everything around that it might have been the wrong word, but yeah, I see brings it yeah. brings it up. And I'm not saying Silicon Valley is really good. Silicon Valley to me is a way better version of Entourage. Oh, and I didn't see that one, so okay, it's I not very re- good. So I, I may have really liked, liked Entourage. Entourage. See, I didn't enjoy Entourage. I felt like it was a cameo show where by the very first few seasons it was really good, and the mm-hmm. cameos were few and far between and they would add to the story mm-hmm. and then next after a few seasons it was just just to be in it yeah and i really fell off silicon valley has the same type of like oh shit there's a problem at the end of the episode that we gotta fix instead it's more grounded and it's like about these characters mm-hmm. instead of it being about like who whatever actor wants to be in this movie the show this <laughs> who's week. on set right yeah. exactly who's, who's on, oh you okay exactly and i feel like it kind of went away from its base with silicon valley's kind of stayed there so i can respect it but i think mm-hmm. silicon valley's is a way better written entourage okay but but i'll I, have I, to see entourage obviously no no, no 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 you don't no you well, don't. no i mean to make the comparison but okay i oh okay should i not i guess no no bad. no don't waste your time <laughs> Jeez, I, I will look at something and I will make that decision, but I do appreciate your input, sir. Uh, uh, Adrian, can I have your uh, triad? Yes, please. Or triad. Trinity, because you said Trinity for some reason? Yeah, holy DC, Trinity. We're, we're DC people, Trinity, bro. Yeah. you're going to have to move on without me. <laughs> I'm sorry. All I'm right. the chosen one. All right, Keanu. Everyone uh, loves Keanu. Sorry. God. Your breathtaking. It's crazy. <laughs> we, we could talk about that later. Um, oh, my goodness. It's really hard for me because so, huh, I, I want to I want to wait till Deuce is over. Mm-hmm. You, don't need uh, to. you want to wait till this Deuce uh-huh. is over? You don't even need to. Because it's either Wire or Deuce for number one. Yeah, so two David Simon shows <laughs> already. <laughs> Pretty sure we're supposed to start with three, but I mean, whatever. Because I started with three, but it was he cool. started with one. Yeah, oh, because so you started one? it with one. You started me with one. Yes, that's true. Because we <laughs> both knew. I liked his style better. It, it added more oomph so, to the all right. suspense. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. For third, I'm going to get really hated on right now. Game of Thrones. Do not say that, Joe. Let me explain. Let me explain. I saw why. like first four episodes. I'm like, I'm out. Sorry. Okay, that's fine. That's no, fine. it's fine. It's fine for any. Yeah, absolutely. It's I'm fine. not trying to say anything. It's fine. However, <laughs> however, that shit, like, I've never seen a show, like, in my, in my never lifetime. never seen a show? I had never seen a show <laughs> done so much for, like, I don't want to say nerd culture, but, like, dude, it started. The, it started. It, it was a cultural zeitgeist. Oh. There was literal fucking watch parties for, yo, dude, Thrones. Watch party, my house, get the pizza, you know. So you're more or of a fan get of the, the culture? Beer. Huh? You're more a fan of like the culture behind the show as opposed but we're talking about like the content of the show. Right, but my mentality when I'm when I put my top three mm-hmm. is what it meant to me personally. Okay. And also, yes, we all fucking hated the last season. I get it. I didn't hate it because I didn't see it. I get it. Sorry. Some people are lucky in this room. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I get it. However, the first four seasons were pretty fucking lit. I want to say the first three, four, because yeah, I'll give you that. Well, the you had series with dragons was lit. Was that a pun, <laughs> sir? No, but now you made it into one. Bah, so bah, there bah, you bah, go. Bah, bah. Fucking 
Cardo and I and Garrett, we were these guys read the books. Oh, Cardo God. read the fucking books. Yeah. Garrett read the books. And they spent a shitload of time theorizing, okay, this is gonna happen, this is gonna happen. <laughs> R plus R plus L equals J. Remember that oh, shit? Oh my god. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm just imagining reading like fucking 60 pounds of books for them to be like, yeah, we're not even using that. <laughs> oh, great. I Fuck. mean, they used most of it, just not well done in the just last not the important seasons. part that's all I, I think in the last two seasons it really fell off when they went off script yeah, yeah when they went that's funny when they all went right. ahead of the off books book, yeah. yeah it was yeah but at the end of the day i feel for the cultural impact it had for me my friendships and what it did really i think for hbo itself because when it started, HBO didn't have streaming, I believe. Hmm. Then it had HBO Go, if you have cable, and then HBO Now, which is its own service for 15 bucks. So we can now go and max. <laughs> now go, Max. Let the legend come back to life. All right, bro. Yes. What, what do you want from me, bro? And we're getting close <laughs> to that middle segment, so let's start going. Oh, oh, fuck me, I man. I need you I'm to trying. make your decisions. So, okay. That's why I picked Thrones for three. Uh, Two? I'm sorry, it's Curb. Yep. It has to be Curb. Sure. There's got to be for a niche something or other, right? Like, Look, it's know. just, it's really fucking funny. And I'm a child of Seinfeld. So, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, okay. I'm fair, watching fair. the show. And you know what? Curb also has, like, cameo shit. No, of course. But of course it's, he does. But the thing is with Curb compared to Entourage is that Entourage, it felt forced. Whereas Curb was literally him walking down the street, bumping into Richard Lewis and shit. Yeah. At a fucking like. Well, I mean, that's his best friend. But yeah, but yeah, he'll. But you know what I mean? He'll be like, making he, he'll be making a a play, and then Ben Stiller's in it with him, and then mm. he gets in a fight with Ben Stiller, and he doesn't want to be in it with him anymore. So they signed David Schwimmer. That would yeah. exactly. You know, like of course, but I mean, those are situations that just make sense. Those other and they added to the show. Right. It wasn't just. Hey, here's this person in this show, like for two seconds, and they say two lines, and then they're out. Like these guys are actually adding and adding themselves because it's improvised, right? So you get a whole nother like element to it than you wouldn't get from Entourage in the first place. I and then one, okay. one is right now it's Wire, but right. I want to wait till after Deuce is over to kind of see how I feel mm -hmm. to decide if it's Deuce because that, yeah. because Deuce is way too fucking good. People need to watch it. People yeah. really need to watch it and really need to to really enjoy it. We need to start talking about James Franco in a different way and Maggie Gyllenhaal as well. These people are thespians beyond belief. Master crafts, my dude. James Franco is playing fucking twins with two completely different personalities for three seasons of a show. And they are vastly different. You never I, think about them being the same person. That's how different they are. Okay. You'd think it was no, literally... No, no, just it's Franco has left such a bad taste in my mouth with a couple of movies. So it's like... Right, but... All right, so he's a... I, I know, that shouldn't color all of my opinion. I think he's a great sure. actor. Yeah, I think I he's a great actor. When, but I only think great actors are great when... They're given, the, yeah. You know, when the script's great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they can only go with what they work with. Like, is he the character... Is he the actor that we saw in Spider-Man 3? 
No, and that's super. Un- I'm, I'm not saying that's I have what you're nothing thinking left of. except Spider-Man. Right, right. That's super unfair for us to. I'm not. I'm not saying you're doing this, but it's super unfair for us to put him in that pigeonhole. No, but like people like Blade Runner, um, the new one. Yeah, and he was. In, I didn't. I didn't watch it. His performance in that was kind of, uh, in my opinion, obviously people would like it, but right. I found, found it a little pretentious. It didn't really feel like the character. He just felt like he was just playing some pretentious dude. Right. And and then you know Suicide Squad. He wasn't in Suicide Squad. Is he not Joker, Franco? No, that was Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Okay, then you know what? He may not even be that bad, this guy. <laughs> so, you know, all right. So then I might have even missed... Mis- like, this is the end. This. He's great in This is the End. Oh, that was a good movie. Yes, absolutely. And um, I thought the interview was a fun movie mm-hmm. uh, with the Kim Jong-un. Yeah, yeah, no, no. And it, they released it for free for a while. So it was Right, because there was controversy. We might yeah. get bombed. Yeah, yeah. Just like, <laughs> let's try it. Why not? What? Actually, I actually, I thought about something as we were talking about HBO shows. Yeah. And I'm like... Because I didn't get to see Deadwood, mm-hmm. and I know it's it's an old Western show, and I'm like, I yeah. wanted to know, comparing the different atmosphere building between something like Westworld, where it's obviously it's a fake world, mm-hmm. but it's trying to be authentic to Cowboys because it wants to recreate that experience. Right. Like, do they have the same kind of feel and setting, or is there like a stark difference because of the mood? But like, Westworld gets pretty serious at some points, you know Yeah, what I mean? no doubt, no doubt. But with Westworld, you're in on the same... I don't want to say joke, but you're in on the same secret as like the characters, the the guys walking around, the human characters right. that they're in a park. Okay. Right, and they break their character or whatever it might be to be themselves mm. or whatever. The only one who doesn't is really the man in black, right? Who doesn't break anything ever, you know? In Deadwood, these guys are 100 percent like literally. If you drink every time the word "fuck" or "cocksucker" is said on Deadwood, <laughs> you will be dead within 20 minutes. That's awesome. You'll be dead of alcohol poisoning. That's how much it's it's very it's very vulgar. Okay. It's very in your face. It doesn't hide anything, but the stories are is is phenomenal because it's not about westerns like yeah. people riding on horses and shooting. It's not like that. It's about a city in South Dakota, North Dakota, North Dakota, I think. So no, South well, Dakota. Well, they both came together to make one big Dakota. <laughs> so right. so yeah, it's up there, and um, it is, it's not about cowboys riding around or anything like that. It's literally about the politics of the town mm-hmm. of this little town that's trying to stay out of the United States' reach, and they want to be the place that's an anarchist place so There's what no I'm law no kind nothing of understanding is like westworld is more surreal in its kind of tone as opposed to uh, deadwood's kind of more gritty yeah no yeah, deadwood's like, really okay. really gritty okay. and um very very serious and you can say it has true grit <laughs> wait 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 <laughs> <laughs> but yeah deadwood is a uh, but the reason <laughs> i would tell you to watch deadwood is because of ian mcshane I okay. mean, I've never seen a performance better than him as Al Swearingen. You still need to watch American Gods. I know it's not HBO, but like, One scene he's really good in American Gods. No, no, I know he's good. Everything he's in, oh, he's, yeah, he's great. Yeah. He's my favorite actor. So, I mean, everything he's in, he's great. But um, it's particularly Deadwood. Right. Um, just knocks it out of the park. Timothy Oliphant, fantastic in it as well. Um, the cast is fantastic. But uh, okay. just the, the show is just, just when HBO does it. They just do it so, right. I'm going to get you an HBO shirt. And you're going to be I'm, like, this I'm, is the best if, shirt ever. I actually wouldn't mind getting an HBO tattoo. All right, HBO, you heard that? Like, we'll totally talk. It's just know, for 25 years, talking. they've just not let me down. I mean, there have been some shows I've watched that I haven't loved. I think Treme is one that you weren't, like, connected to. <clears throat> I, I, I enjoyed Treme a lot, and that's a David Simon show. I enjoyed it a lot. Show Me a Hero was another one of the shows. I thought it was fantastic. So sorry I cut you off, guys. I just have one question before we cut the break. What? Whose life gets actively fucked over from random happenstance? George Costanza or Larry? Well, they're the Larry. same person. <laughs> what? George is based on Larry. 
Yeah. What? Yeah, George is based on Larry. I just put that together because I realized they have very similar kind of like scenarios that happen to them. Yeah. Yeah. There was no, shrinkage. Well, holy shit. Well, really? actually, there actually, a lot of this, a lot of this. A lot of the Seinfeld stuff. We had a deal. Right. A lot of the Seinfeld stuff is real life stuff that happened to Larry. Like the whole Chinese restaurant stuff. No like, shit. They just stood in a random restaurant. They were like, we should make a show out of this. They lost their car in a parking garage. Um, they did. He had a contest about masturbation with his friends. Holy shit. I just put that together in my head just, just seeing that. But holy crap. That's actually the, the inspiration for the character. That's right. fucking radical. So when that's Jason Alexander's, uh, real quick, when Jason Alexander's on Curb, he'll talk about how he hates George. And George is an idiot. Okay. And this and that. And Larry's just like, he's funny though. Okay? He's funny. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like defending because it's him. Yeah, you know, it's, please. Like, I'm funny, man. Leave me in. It's really All good right, though. Be right back, guys. Whoop. Hello everyone, this is Bone King, and you're listening to the Fan Freaks Podcast, hosted proudly on the Fan Freaks Facebook group. That's F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S, Fan Freaks. Oh my goodness, hello everyone. We're so back. so we got we got some news that I, I kind of got really excited. We got some <laughs> news and some news. Uh, some news to uh, cover, because I got really excited. I don't, I don't have Cardo in the studio a lot. He's really busy, and I'm really mm. busy. And usually we do shows... At your house, George. Oh my God! Why? Why did you just reveal the location of my studio like that? Parts unknown. Yeah, man. Parts unknown. That's uh, my hometown. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, they used to say this for for Cactus Jack McFoley uh, when he from uh, Consequences, New Mexico. You know <laughs> what the fuck? Or so Death Valley cool. for the Undertaker. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah. So news. Uh, the MCU got Spider-Man again. Mm-hmm. Now we need to know what's the height of Asa Butterfield well. <laughs> Tom Holland. We finally need to lay this to rest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need to lay so this So apparently there's a thing here. I've been hearing this this constant reminder of how tall is Spider-Man. What's, what's going on, boys? What? Uh, so back when uh, Cardo and I uh, used to be on a show called Capes and Co-hosts. Mm. Back in we, a time where I liked shows and movies with capes in it. Yeah. Okay, all right. Where we didn't, An era. We didn't call them cape shit. They were just capes. Yeah. Well, well we did, but kind of behind <laughs> everyone's back. Yeah, that was you and me. That yeah, was you yeah, and me. yeah, we did. Anyway, shit. yeah, no. No, no. no there's was, no such thing as good cape shit. Right. Actually, mm, yeah, that's Watchmen. That's not true. Well, Watchmen, yeah. But I mean, Man, okay, okay. All well, right, anyway, besides the point. Ton of so, good superhero movies. So, what? All right, okay, all right, whatever. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just confused as all fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so in Capes, we spent a month debating the fucking height of Asa Butterfield or Tom Holland, who was going to be a better Spider-Man on fucking height. Not acting ability. Height. Does he fit the role? Does, yeah, literally. Does he, does he fit oh, the web shoes? <laughs> and you, and you and we had two people there who were crazy Spider-Man fans who they just they ate it up. They ate it up and I'm sitting there like, okay, I guess we're still talking about this. Oh my yeah. god. And it became a joke with Carter Whatever happened to Asa Butterfield or Asa Butterfield, whatever his name is. I think is. his career's dead. Oh, well. That's what happens when you're not Spider-Man. He moved back with his mom, Mrs. Buttersworth. <laughs> okay, uh, so yeah, uh, the MCU gets Spider-Man again. Um, Tom Holland for one more movie. Everything? For one more movie, same cast. Sa- Tom Holland. You know what Tom Holland did though, right? He uh, tweeted out the clip from Wolf on Wall Street. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> Perfect timing, <laughs> which though. is actually really good. Which is not something you'd expect from the MCU. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh, Brandon Routh. Uh, picture was shown yeah. of him in the suit in the kingdom come suit 
uh, which is really he looks really Kingdom good. Kingdom Come is uh, it's an alternate future Superman. It's a, okay. drawn by Alex Ross. So if you like Alex Ross stuff, isn't that the like, really actually, highly modeled guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm always scared to touch the art on those because it's like it, it's kind of scary. I'm not gonna yeah, lie to you. This is like this is really well designed. Like, yeah, I actually lent him that comic, and I don't remember if you read it. To touch it. <laughs> Every single time I'm about to. It's a to. great comic, though. Once you, excuse me, once you pop it open, it is a fantastic comic. You'll read it real it's, quick. It's a really okay. good read. It's a really good read. It's always got to wash and my hands and shit. It's <laughs> it's a it's a it's a Superman that doesn't have a Lois, but he's still Superman, and then he kind of quits because um, everybody was started adopting these heroes that kind of kill people. And they became their own judge, jury, executioner, which is really funny considering what shirt you're wearing. (laughs) Certain Frank Castle. Yeah, everybody started doing that. And he was, uh, I remember in the comic, they show it. He's taking Joker in to, to get, you know, put into the trial and everything that we've always seen before. And, oh, he's, he's not fit, mentally fit or whatever. And then this random new hero comes in. And kills Joker right in front of Superman. Booster Gold. It wasn't Booster Gold. But comes in, kills Joker in front of Superman, and everyone starts cheering the hero. And Superman's like, well, fuck. This is what you people want. I can't I'm, I can't do that. That's really bizarrely similar to Injustice's like, split in the game. Right. It's the reverse. The reverse, Super- yeah. And but, but this is like 10 years before injustice even was a thing. Someone like right. cock blocked the kill f- for injustice to happen. And now we have kingdom come, you know what I mean? That's interesting. I just thought that was interesting. Go ahead. And then Superman like goes off to live in his farm. And mm-hmm. then Wonder Woman's like, yo, we need you back. Shit's getting pretty crazy. I need you. We need you. We need you to bring them back to justice league or whatever. Oh, okay. And then on, and it leads with a very weird thing that not a lot of nerds like. Which is Wonder Woman and Superman hook up, and they have a kid, well, and how, how Bruce Wayne lines? is the Godfather. Oh well, I mean that's expected. I imagine the big three they would do that, but whatever. Right. Um, how many timelines do they actually do pair up in? Because I thought that was something that only happened every like. Every uh, how many thing? times has Superman and Wonder Woman hooked up? Usually, when Superman turns evil, and then they stop writing Wonder Woman, and they just kind of make For her sure. just this like. I mean, evil yeah. Queen. Uh, there's like I can think off the top of my head four. Okay, I mean that's, four timelines where they hook up. That is a you know in in terms of like big series, yeah, that's a good number. Did they end up hooking up in Red Sun? No, she wanted to. Okay, but he never did it. Okay, mm. and that's because I knew there was there was that's kind of why because she was with Lex. Yeah, that's kind of why Diana at the end goes against him because she was a jilted lover and she gave up everything. Hmm. Like she broke her yeah, yeah, own broke, lasso. Yeah. Just for him, out of love for him, right. and he never, he never, it was unrequited. He never reciprocated it. Exactly. Yeah, 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 one hundred percent. So I'm not in a girl's god. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It's funny. Uh, <laughs> no, he was always in love with Lois. No, I've got, in yeah, that it, it was it was super beautiful because Lois, with one sentence from Lex, defeated Superman. Mm. Yeah, it was the best. All right. Well, I don't know if you should reveal it if it's such a nice yo thing. Actually, Cardo, did you see the the screen of the animated movie for Superman Red Sun? I haven't seen it yet, but I'm excited. Ooh. I mean, it's my favorite. It's my favorite Superman story. Same. That's by far. Comrade Superman. Mark Millar okay. is such a good fucking writer. Yeah. Uh, what else is? I got um the new Jurassic World. Yeah, you were mentioning that the original three from the first movie is coming back, right? 
Yeah, I mean, that's all I know. <laughs> that's uh, all I know. Sam yeah. Neill. Right, we're digging out the coffins. <laughs> Sam Neill, who was last seen in Jurassic Park 3, which was fucking terrible. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> who's kind of always been there. Yeah, yeah. And then got that paycheck. And then Laura Dern, who's also always kind of been there. So it's not really like the biggest thing is, oh, the, the guy with the nice hat, the fucking Indiana Jones guy. It's funny with Laura Dern's like I knew she's been in a whole bunch of movies with me growing up and I never knew until fucking Star Wars where they fucking painted her hair purple and said, look, that's Laura Dern's. And I'm like, oh, shit. OK, now I fucking know who she is. That's a shame, bro. She's really good, too. Yeah. She's actually, in Twin Peaks. <laughs> actually, to talk to talk a little bit about that, that's another piece of news. Kevin Feige's going to fucking produce a Star Wars movie. Mm. So is it Feige or Feig? Feige, Feige. Is that different from the guy that did Ghostbusters? Because that was Paul Feig. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's different. different people. Yeah. Okay. They're different people. Very similar. Anyway, uh, yeah. And then what other piece of news is there? No, that's that's all we got on news, guys. It's pretty short. Um, so I wanted to go ahead because it's just kind of like if, if you got anything to say about the news, anything new coming out, anyone want to jump in there? Anything new coming out? Like... Like movie-wise? I can go straight into any hype for Nintendo, sir, because we have Captain N in the house. Is there anything <laughs> interesting going on with Nintendo? Uh, yeah, well, just today, actually. Um, Dragon I mean, Quest, right? Yeah, today was uh, the release of Dragon Quest, which uh, mm-hmm. is going to be... I'm really excited for I've never played a Dragon Quest before. Release so, of which Dragon Quest? Dragon Quest Twelve. Um, mm-hmm. The Echoes of a... Something age, definitely bravely default is fantasy. Yeah, S- right, 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 right. Is this your first Dragon Quest? Yeah, yeah. No, I've never played one. I actually just um Nintendo released a demo for it. It was a ten hour demo. Oh, nice. Oh my god. Wait, was it a timed ten hour demo? No. Or you got up to a certain point. You progress? got up to a certain point, but okay. it took around ten hours to get that's there. F- okay, that's cooler. Okay. And um also another cool thing, I'm not sure if other consoles are doing it. I really only play Nintendo. Um the save file transfers over. Hmm. So I don't have to start over the seven hours I already put into that. Mm-hmm. I just get start from exactly where I'm at. Boom. Into the game. Um, it also it's released with a 2D version in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So you can play 2D, like the classic uh, Dragon Quest style. Yeah, I saw you could switch a thing in like a menu. Just yeah. That's the, amazing. The music is now, instead of like MIDI, it's made, it's orchestral. Mm-hmm. And But if you like the MIDI version, you can go and listen to that version. Dude, they got dude. different game speeds. I mean, literally anything that... Somebody has a complaint for about a turn-based RPG, like, oh, it's too slow or this and that. They they kind of figured it out and said, hey, if you don't want to do this, you don't have to. Hmm. Um, well, Dragon Quest is like, that was one of the originals, the OG like RPGs to really break out in Japan. So yeah. it's kind of like they really respect the RPG formula, hmm. unlike some other developers that I won't mention right now, but are of a certain shape. Um, a certain shape? You're talking about Square? What? No. Because they made Dragon Quest. Well, I, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, eh, funny. Yeah, no, I mean, no. that's how, that's, I'm crazy. I'm, I'm I don't surprised. know what to think, It's a different right. team. It's a different team. It has to be a different team. Right, but it's crazy that they will do like a Final Fantasy VII remake mm. that's really weird and nobody really gets. Okay, I, but I will preface because I know someone's going to be like, well, you do know they're adding a freaking different camera mode. You can do turn-based and it'll be original. I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But there's still a lot of weird changes in story, move around. I think Square's stuff, a, a lot of hit and miss. Uh, yeah. A lot of people didn't love Kingdom Hearts 3. Square was a lot of miss for a while. Yeah. 
Like, from what? Final Fantasy 13? Like, even... All, and that was, what, 13-2, Lightning Returns? I never fucking. played them, but I heard... I didn't hear, like, the glowing mm. stuff that I normally heard from Square. I played Octopath Traveler that came out last oh, year. Oh, that was actually a rare, really. That was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that was a fantastic game. Um, So, I was excited for this one, and I did buy uh, Final Fantasy Nine for the Switch. Mm, it's um, a good game. I actually yeah. just got into it recently, It's too. fun. It is yeah. really fun. I, I enjoy it a lot. Um, I say recently. I started the freaking playthrough, like, two years ago, <laughs> and I just have been taking forever to play it anyway but um no that that's incredible and it's just kind of like um you could really see that they do love turn-based rpgs they love the genre that they made yeah and they're running with it yeah oh, good a shit. lot of respect for it yeah right yeah so um yeah i'm playing dragon quest 9 so it's like nice it's, it's kind of it's not the same game but uh I'm, I'm also getting into dragon quest for the first time so it's i'm learning the sound effects it's a commitment man yeah it's a commitment you're so used to different spell names in one rpg and when it's uh oomph or kablam i'm kind of like what the fuck right. i really love the little <laughs> slimes and everything like that i think it's uh i love the animation man the mm. art style is phenomenal and i know it came out on playstation last year um but i hear if you're gonna have a version the switch version is the way to go because it's just so much better Mm. made and so many more things added to it so no absolutely i just think it's funny how like i could play persona and i'm totally fine with agileodon or midgey dolan or something <laughs> sukukaja but no i can't take boom or right kabam right right it's not descriptive enough what the fuck does it mean right but anyway i'll learn that as we get or snooze like. <laughs> well i get sleep is somehow involved right. but you know like what does me them what's happening exactly uh another game that's coming out mm -hmm. uh for the nisui Denise Wee. Oh, gosh. Some people cringe when they hear that. What's, Not me. I don't care. But Well, you have it tattooed, obviously. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's just a weird, it's just a weird uh, way to describe. Wait, it that's Switch. that you would get the Nintendo Switch symbol tattooed? No, it's I always called building would, fake lore. I you always thought you'd be an N64 guy. <laughs> no, my favorite console is... Um, the Cube? Wii U. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it, well, if it isn't the Switch, which I think Switch actually is my favorite console I've ever played, is the SNES. Ooh, so okay. when they released the SNES Classic games on the Switch a few weeks ago, that really fucking... I was about to say, how do you feel about mind. that? They oh, just ported I'm, it. I'm loving it, man. I'm you loving didn't buy it. the Classic, did you? Yeah, yeah, I got the SNES So now classic. you have like two different ways of playing it, I guess? Yeah, but now I'm just going to play it on my Switch because I can play it portably. Um, no, I love it. The game library is phenomenal. You know, Link to the Past, Super Mario World, Yoshi's Island, right. F-Zero. Well, the games have always been great for right. the, forever, so there's no changing that. And this is actually good because I wanted to switch just to talking about Nintendo in general. But, like, I, I really feel like if they wanted to make the fans more, I don't want to say more respected, but I just feel like it probably would have been me personally a better move to release the games on the eStore and then for people who want like their portable small console do that after, but they purposely were like, this is the way to play these fucking old games that the only way you can, you can without fucking getting ROMs or buying expensive ones on the fucking Wii U right. thing. Like there's that. And then they're like, oh, well, you know what? We'll do it now. And it's like, you could have opened with that. We would have actually probably fucking bought the games again, like on an eStore or something like it felt like it was to promote the classic. Right. It, but this is obviously business half of yeah. Nintendo. I'm not blaming the creative guys. Obviously, they like have no yeah. anything to do with that. But I just think that's weird. Like, Nintendo is such a weird, like, it has another head. And this is why I wanted to bring this up because you're the Nintendo guy. You know, right, you're right, the right, big right. Nintendo guy. And he knows I'll keep up for him about anything. Right. And Nintendo, by the way, I will say, on record, is probably the most... The the biggest video game company with the most integrity. Oh, out by the there. way, they just they just turned last week 130 years old. Oh shit! Well, happy birthday, Nintendo! How funny! Then this is perfect. Wow! Yep. It was fate. There you go. Aligned for you to be here. Fire Emblem fate. Praise be to Iwata. Well, <laughs> um, I, I just wanted Iwata. to say um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, because know. Cardo's on the the next 
supposedly the next big game for Switch is Overwatch, and that's going to come out October 15th. Port, yeah, right? along with and The Witcher 3, same day. That's another yeah. port. Yeah. And interestingly ports are not enough, bad. I should stop saying that. Ports according, are not bad. According to Games Radar, you could actually use, I know you don't like it, but some right. people do motion controls for yeah. some of the characters you yeah. can use it for like junk rat and stuff to like tilt his ultimate yeah that'll be really dependable in a frenetic fast-paced shooter fps hey no what people play um splatoon with the uh, motion controls and they, that's bizarre and they all the pros do apparently i mean good i mean not to say that they're weird that's I, awesome i can't do I'm it like, how the fuck i can't do it yeah i can't do it um we're not at that level where it's one-to-one perfectness just yet i no, mean maybe in vr but I don't they, they do they do a really good job of motion controls um you know remember they start with the wii you know, right. the Wii was the first one, and then they did motion controls better than the PlayStation Move and the Connect. Well, you know, and well, it, yeah, and it mean, was way before any of that. They stuff. started it. That's the whole. Yeah, absolutely. They they, engin- they pioneered that. Right. So you would think they would. The people coming after it would fix anything, no, but it they didn't make it. Well, as because well. this is exactly my point. Why I say they're the most integrity because Nintendo for the longest time, while they've had a couple weird business decisions, but yeah. beyond that, they've never said anything that said we value the dollar above the player's experience playing the game. Right. And then over time, it felt like every other company was getting bigger and better because they were incorporating these elements and we were starting to tolerate them and we moved on. But Nintendo has this weird Disney policy where it's like, you know, we don't... Weird, I say. This is really how fucking companies should be. But it's like, we don't want anyone upset on our team. Right. So it's like, we need to like focus on making our employees happy yes they, and putting that putting the game over our employees is not something we want to do either so the, i feel like nintendo has their priority set more than anyone else besides yeah. the weird business and also a few years ago when the wii u was doing terrible absolutely terrible mm-hmm. um they were talking about doing layoffs and um the president at the time yeah i, I heard about this he yeah. completely said no i'm not gonna take a salary and we're gonna pay for all, everybody below me mm-hmm. that's integrity that's awesome it's huge they care more like you said they care more about the people making the games than they do about the games because they know if you take care of the people making the games the games are going to come out perfect better but then even right after that it's like the game is the next priority because Animal after crossing. that is the money like yeah, you know what i mean right but it, think about fucking microsoft is the exact opposite i'm sorry i don't mean to hate anyone who likes microsoft or whatever right, 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 right. but i've seen the birth of a lot of microtransactions and the season passes who was the big proponent of these EA. What does EA go on mostly? Yeah. You know, like... <sighs> yeah. EA is... I mean, I don't think they're struggling because they still got FIFA and they still got Madden and all the no, games that all the normies are going to play and yeah. that's perfectly fine. Normies, oh my goodness. But you know what I mean? Like, the yeah. regular people that just... I mean, that play simulated sports games. Like, Sports EA, games fans. Right, EA. Sports game game fans. Right, right. Like, <laughs> real sports games. I mean, I love sports games, but I want to play NFL Blitz or Mario Golf. I don't want right. to play... Well, I see. I Mario in general. Thank mm-hmm. God Nintendo got into sports games because yes. I'm horrible at sports and probably would never get to experience any sport in my life if it wasn't for Mario Tennis, Mario right. Golf, Mario Three on Three, uh, like a whole bunch of different fucking games. You yeah, know? man, they're great. It's a, it's a smart, smart spinoff. I, I, when you said Disney, um, I would disagree with that. I would just say they're a lot like Apple. And they do do their stuff like Apple. Mm, but Apple's still kind of more sleazy, I feel. I say Disney because, yeah. Nintendo Disney, makes you buy a lot of stuff, though, that so you don't need Disney, to, though. But Disney has the sort of, like, friendly smile. Everyone, the employee. They actually value the employee. Well, Disney doesn't. Disney doesn't? Disney is, is famous for treating their park employees like crap. What? Yeah, have you not heard about well, like how I, much I've they get paid to people, park people? Like, the, the CEO, not the CEO, the daughter of Walt Disney is... She's 
vehemently against the policies of Disney and how they treat their employees. Okay, well, all right, maybe not specific. Oh, wow, shit, then maybe not specifically that, but I meant more of, like, the idea that there needs to be a positive outlook in this vicinity 24-7. Like, there, if someone can't cry in fucking Disney World, unless you're a kid, obviously. You right, be, right, like, right, you right, right. You can't start shit in Disney World. Like, you know what I mean? There's no negative feelings. It's supposed to be a secluded thing. Maybe That's it's something like for everybody is what I think Nintendo's good at. A, a four-year-old can enjoy the console, yeah. and a 40-year-old can like enjoy Nintendo the console. I feel the everybody so, yeah. thing more than even Disney, because you, Nintendo will port fucking Resident Right, but people, then you get, like, you know? 50-year-olds going to Disney World having the time of their life well, now without any kids. Yeah, well, that's just because they like that, that, that they like the exact thing that I'm talking about. Right. That feeling of being in another world because yeah. it's everyone needs to change their personality for that. So I feel like Nintendo is a form of that, right. but maybe because I'm not in Japan and I don't know the fucking company, <laughs> you know, I'm a fucking American talking right, about this Right, company. right, right, right. You know, like, I don't know. But it's they. I just love them so far. I was didn't. Yep. I was not a big fan of the Switch when it first came out, though. Oh, um, did not. They didn't sell me with the shaking of the the thing. Look, you could feel there's ice no. in there, and I'm like, yeah, it's not a cool selling point. But I mean, I hear you. Right, right, <laughs> right. But then they said Breath of the Wild was coming. Right, and that was the first game. But think, uh, but I like, think up- about the first game for most consoles is not Breath of the Wild. But I grew up with the GameCube. Right, so did I. Right, yeah, but yeah, yeah. think about how many fucking launch titles were on the GameCube. There was two: Luigi's Mansion and Star Wars Rogue Squadron were the first two games. I got them both. But didn't um, Super Monkey Ball was there? Um, if it was, then it was like three or four. There was an F Zero that was around there. Maybe, but there not. The, I know the very first games were Luigi's Mansion and Super Mario. And uh, Super, Melee? I mean, not Super Mario. Melee, nope. Melee came later. Really? Yeah. No shit. Well, you know, I'm just saying I thought the GCN had a way better lineup when it first came out. Switch was like Breath of the Wild. Cool. Yeah. Odyssey, cool. It's two games. Well, no. Mario Plus Rabbids was a fantastic, fantastic game. But I played XCOM. I'm just kidding. Right, 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 right. If you like like XCOM, that's actually... I'll probably like it. It's it's a a fantastic, fun game. Um, I think the first year that the Switch was... Really, really well done. But you can um, have a better it turned first around year for me. I'm, I'm not trying to say year. like right. they're still like that. I'm saying in the beginning they didn't really hook onto me yet. Mm-hmm. But as they've gone forward, especially with Deadly Premonition too, um, like yeah, I'm yeah. definitely more excited for Nintendo. No doubt, no doubt. And then what the what they've done with Smash? I oh mean, my god, forget about it. I have no idea what they're gonna do after this. They got what six more characters to release? No, I mean after this console, what the fuck are we doing? We're porting Ultimate to everything, right? Yeah, we got to like. I don't know if you even can because of licensing issues, but like, can that's that's that is an ongoing paycheck yeah. for like a lot of people. Yeah. Holy shit, that game is. Sakurai, huge. take a break. Oh my god, I've never seen a fucking <laughs> video game like director have a fan base be like, "Can you stop? We love your game, <laughs> but please stop for your health." Yes, we need you to live. Oh, I'm fine. I just gotta play, you know, both controllers at the same time. What the fuck, dude? Like, I love stop! him. Stop. I love him. He's got bags under his eyes on yeah. a fucking IV drip. Hello, welcome to the fucking direct. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But oh, um, what you yeah. guys are saying about later on in the year, you got a uh, Luigi's Mansion. Oh, um, yeah. people pretty hyped about i'm pretty hyped for i'm scared um, that's gonna be mission based that's the one thing i'm worried about but beyond that it looks it's great. supposed to be a huge like tower mm-hmm. and like a huge hotel but can i wander each, this tower i'm not sure i know yeah. that each level is like its own different theme i just don't want it to be a stage select screen you know what i mean that i can definitely suck. see that i that can see that suck. that was luigi's mansion too right 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 but so remember that was on you know. 3ds too right but could you imagine they just do that again and that would suck i but the dude seeing the environments gorgeous like classic luigi's mansion everything's right. beautiful right i love it and uh you got um later on um silk song i don't know if you guys ever played hollow knight 
fantastic indie game. game. That's the only How, coming out for the so Switch. Can I have a question? I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you because sure. you, you're a wealth of knowledge. Because Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo, it just doesn't like they explain a lot, but they don't explain everything. Shovel Knight. Mm. There are so many different versions of this fucking game. Is it multiple games? Is it expansions that keep being added? Like, what am I looking at here? All right, so Shovel Knight, the first game, is just the game about Shovel Knight. Um, right. The character who the, is a knight with a shovel. Shovel Knight. Right, and then they released other DLCs to it. But if you got the tro- tr- Treasure Trove, right when the console came out, you got all the DLC for free, including the new one that's coming out. Uh, well, the King the of Cards. Co- did the Treasure Trove ever cost something extra? No, it actually, I think it costs like, Two dollars extra. Oh well, no. and you got it is three free. extra games. Then it is legit free. Okay, right with lit- with new characters. So you also play with Plague Knight. Yeah, he looks with cool. a completely different set of levels, different story, everything. Mm-hmm. Then you play with Specter Knight, who is awesome. Okay, so freaking cool. Different story, different set of everything, and now um, King um, Ace of King or King uh, King of Aces is coming out soon. Um, I think in December it's supposed to. But so. he's not a um, not that it matters. But he's not like a playable character. It's like a mode. That's no, like, he's a character. No, no, it's like an arena. No, they're all player. playable characters. Oh, well, yeah, it's even better. So and with different stories, different levels, different enemies, different everything. So they do a really good job. And then Yacht came. Yacht Club Games actually said they're going to be focusing on the Switch from here on out. It, I think it's a smart decision. Yeah, because it, it's the, Nintendo really machine. likes, but Nintendo really likes them. Yeah, you know, and they they have a good foot in the door and a best friend with Nintendo. And the friend of Nintendo is not something fucking lightly. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you'll even, hold on to even that. Xbox is friends with Nintendo now. They're over there like, the oh fact, yeah. The fact that Sakurai fucking Excuse said, <laughs> hey, you you can you can play Banjo-Kazooie on Xbox One on a fucking Nintendo Direct. Did I just say Xbox? Yep, I did. That's yeah, he said it. Like, it's phenomenal. But it's obvious. But you know what I feel like? People are like, wow, that's cool. But I think of it like, well, that's Microsoft. They wouldn't just let the announcement be. They had to be like... Well, you got to mention that you can play Banjo Kazooie on the Xbox One, right? I think I think it was what, more what Microsoft going up to them saying, "Hey, can we put Banjo in the game? I think it'd be a good idea." No, for sure. But then they're like, "Yeah, sure." But it, but could you also mention the Maybe. Xbox One Banjo? Maybe you know what I mean? It but like, I mean, it, 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 it makes sense though that the two consoles that aren't as making as much money as PlayStation are kind of teaming up. Mm-hmm. And because PlayStation isn't going to team up with anybody right now because they're top dogs, they're not even going to do cross platforming with. They're people. getting cocky though. Right, the fucking yeah. cross button thing, like uh, we're all united by the X button. It's like, well, we call it cross. <laughs> it's like, oh well, fuck me, I guess. I guess we're not all. If I always same. thought it was X, but hey, you guys are the PlayStation people. Because yeah, Nintendo, it's an X. Nintendo's I don't give a fuck letters, what they say. It's like, an X. Right, right, right. A B Y X. Xbox is A B Y X, but right. Sony is like triangle, circle, square. triangle, square, and X or cross, I guess. Right. So they call it cross just to be like, no, it's not an X. Fuck you. <laughs> okay well because in japan x's aren't really an x there's no real word that uses x's right and x is meant to illustrate cross or versus so whenever you see like something cro- yeah, yeah, yeah. street fighter cross tekken right it's versus so you're pl- pressing the versus explain button. nintendo then nintendo's japan what do you mean what do you, well no because their buttons are um because they use the x button yeah but they use american they use letters, letters. They use A, B, Y, X, and not circle, square, triangle, X. Oh, so just Sony just being extra Japan. Well, because Sony didn't want to use letters, they are using symbols. Right. Well, I mean, Sony's a whole lot smarter than freaking um, Xbox to begin with, because they're just like, we're just going to name this the PlayStation 2. We're just going to name this a PlayStation 3. We're just going to name we this a PlayStation on. 4. Yes. Xbox is like, oh, let's go back to 1. And you're like, wait, what? This is the third console. Scorpio. Like, what are you guys doing? No one makes Scorpio. sense. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't. I don't like what they're. What um, Xbox is just. Um, I don't know what they're doing. 
So I le- I'm a big I'm a big Sony guy mainly because all my favorite you know series are mainly released on Sony. But I'm getting scared. I'm getting scared because they could easily fall into the trap that many fucking companies do, where they get comfortable, right? And then it's like we don't care anymore. But we and see we're this back down there. It, it happened think, in Nintendo already. I, I think fucking we see Project it. Resistance. <laughs> all right, Sorry. I think we see this in every generation, every gen. Like PS3, it it wasn't good when when it first came out. Five hundred dollars for a fucking console. <laughs> the one time I was a Microsoft fanboy. Yeah, the like three hundred and sixty was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, we all kind of went. Oh well, f- fuck you, Sony. I'm gonna go get a three hundred and sixty. <laughs> and three hundred and sixty came out. Oh, we have a two hundred dollar edition that's just budget as fuck. You could play your games on it. And that's the one I got. And then I went. I. PS3 eventually started selling. Uh, it took them a, a minute to get started. Yeah, right. the games wise, because that's the that's the only thing that matters for a console is. What kind of games you got? Yeah, yeah, and that's the problem. When you launch, you need to have like a good bevy of things that people would want to try. I mean, it's always great to have like a Smash right at the beginning because then you could be like, oh my god, everyone's gonna play that shit. That's a system seller, right? But it's good to have a you know a sample. What the fuck did uh, Xbox One have? Rise. Uh, that was the Gladiator game, and then one other fucking game that I don't even remember. Like sports, sports. I don't know. Yep. So. Great. But, I mean, I guess that. But so. every every gen that has one, that because yeah. PS3. Failed, but PS2, one of the greatest consoles of all time. PS1 was fighting the N64. You don't, I don't think there really is a winner in that. Yeah, there wait, is. Wait, PlayStation is easily the winner for between, which one? Um, sorry, it's N64 PS1. and PlayStation. Yeah, but also the Saturn was there as well, right? Right, but the, it shit, was it um, wasn't even close. It was PlayStation completely outsold Nintendo and Nintendo couldn't make as much because they were still using cartridge yeah, base. Yeah. And the cartridges, some of them were costing eighty, ninety dollars. Like you can buy the Mortal Kombat trilogy is like expensive when it was released. You know, and then PlayStation was making things that was affordable and they made so much stuff. Now a lot of those games on PlayStation are so hard to play now because the gameplay were was good. But then everything looked so bad around it's it. It's just aspect sample, aspect ratio shit. But you can fix that. Look at Final Fantasy VIII. Fucking ra- that is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Just completely touch up the the static images you have, make the models a bit better, and the gameplay is still there. Right. So like, I, right. Yeah, I agree. So so the PlayStation, I think that you know, I think that Nintendo had a just as good of a game library like at the top, but all the other games that. Play, I mean, PlayStation had freaking um, what was that game? Final uh, Fantasy VII. Twisted Metal, yeah, Final oh. Fantasy VII. But I'm talking like Twisted Metal Resident was something Evil that 2. we didn't have. Like, yeah, we had Mario Kart and we had a battle mode in it. it just it wasn't Twisted Metal. Adrian, right? Yeah. Resident Evil One, yeah, two and like, three. well, but here's the thing. I was also going to mention. I actually had Resident Evil Two for the N64. <laughs> okay, and that's how I got into the series. Right. But, uh, but I had to go. Oh shit! I got to switch to Sony to play the other right. one. Metal Gear so. wasn't on Nintendo until oh fuck yeah, until Twin later. Snakes. Yeah, Twin Snakes. Which but is, see, I have that too. That was such a good game. I, you saw dude, a little Yoshi figurine. You're the only fucking person that agrees with me that Twin Snakes was good. It was amazing. Wait. Every everyone seems to hate Twin Snakes and prefers the original because Twin Snakes was too ridiculous. And I'm like, I, does the original Metal Gear not? Does ridiculous? the original have a Yoshi Amiibo in it? I don't think so. Well, I, mean, I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, I <laughs> definitely didn't have that. I fucking right. love Twin Snakes. I no. thought it was great. You, I, I'm pretty sure we. I had still a think it looks no. good to no, this I day. No, I told you James hates it. Oh, is well. it? Is it my mind playing tricks on me? But that game still looks good today. Oh, it does. It's beautiful. It does. And so does Resident there's, Evil remake for the a, for the GameCube. There's a little bit of a remake thing is so in Twin Snakes, but beyond that, we're great. Right. Is like <laughs> remake is way too good for this world. Remake is probably the closest thing I could say to a perfect game, but I am a Resident Evil fanboy. So I know, no, dude, I dude, that was the game that got me into Resident Evil, and I can tell you that 
when I would watch the cutscene at first, I was like, those people look so real. Mm. It looks so good. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think it was going to hold up. And I go back and I played it and I'm like, damn, it still looks really good. Yeah. Of course, it looks a little older, but I mean, for the graphics at the time. And then they did the pre-rendered graphics in the back. So that's everything looks really good. Yeah, that's what got me. Though. It's phenomenal. The phenomenal. Atmosphere. Uh, but yeah, like the point stands right now. I, Yeah, PS4 is top dog. Next gen, I'd actually argue with the way Xbox is doing uh, these deals with Nintendo, which is a really good foundation, and they've bought like five or six uh, developers. They're all producing games that are going to be exclusive to Xbox or whatever. Hmm. If I was Sony, I'd be pretty fucking scared. See, the thing is, is you got three consoles next generation going to be doing what Sony's doing. You got the Stadia, you got Sony, and then you got Microsoft. They're it's all doing Stadia. the same thing. And then you got No the, one's using Stadia. Come on. I'm not. I'm just saying. Like, I've never heard of anyone saying, oh, I can't wait to play something on Google Stadia. You know what sucks? Yeah, yeah, maybe not. But it needs better advertising or something or better games. And then Apple's no coming out with their own console too. Right, right. So if they're the, people you gotta do something different. And I think Nintendo does. And next year, like you said, the new consoles, new consoles are coming out, right? And Nintendo isn't going to make a new console. They might make a bigger Switch or whatever, but they're not ready to make a new console. You know what they're going to do? Release Breath of the Wild 2. Mm. Right when those new consoles come out. And yeah, people are going to go buy those new consoles, but you better believe they're going to go buy Breath of the Wild as well. Because and not only that, the great thing about Nintendo is probably the worst thing about Nintendo. They constantly keep making hardware uh, improvements in their fucking yeah. Switches. Because now you can get a Switch Mini or is it Switch, Switch Lite? Lite. Yeah. Switch Lite. But you could also, even if you were to buy a Switch now versus a first-gen Switch, right. there's like a better battery life. Yep, better battery. Hmm. So it's always, they're always making... The new a- Switch. They're all <laughs> you know that's new, what it's gonna be called. New new switch. The new 3DS XL. Uh, <laughs> like yeah. this is it's amazing. Featuring Dante from Don't Make Cry. You know it's just <laughs> it's, it's oh, Don't Make Cry's coming out for the Switch. They already oh, came five? out with one. They're coming out with another one. Oh, no. no, no, the originals. Oh okay. I mean I don't know. I'm just saying. I know it. you guys are. That's fine. No no I'll take it. No wasn't it? Um no they did something weird with that too. Yeah no um they they advertised just Devil May Cry two. Yeah. What? Like that's that was, Capcom though. That's the, Capcom's no, weird. But I just don't understand because like everyone knows that that's the one that people don't like. Oh, is it? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So like people, that's the one that people think is like the less quality one out of the other ones that are also getting. Released. I know you're a big fan. No, you're not. No. I thought that you went crazy for the new Devil May Cry. I just liked it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Like I, I just the new one looked awesome. I had fun playing or seeing it. I guess. But uh, I'm a casual fan of Devil May Cry. Okay. Yeah. It's mainly just in Metal um, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. Anyway, um, we got to move on real quick. We, we got really deep into that Nintendo hole. That's the <laughs> Y'all next did. direct. Y'all did. It happens. We jump into the Nintendo hole for the next direct. Okay, so um, we're going to go quick into stuff that we've played, movies you've watched, and fucking comic books if someone here has read them. So do, do you mind if I go first? Sure. Let's just do this. So I have a game that I played, and you, sir, as a fan of Pokemon, might be interested. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily, you know, um, usual. It's not a video game. All right. But I just started playing, like, a couple rounds of the Pokemon TCG. Okay. Yeah. It's it's interesting, for one. That no hand limit is something else. So you're playing it on the phone? 
no, actually, I just say screw that to a lot of you know that gotcha game shit, and right. I got tabletop simulator and every single fucking card. Nice. So, yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, I, guys, I cannot stress this enough. If you like card games, please get tabletop simulator and don't let fucking companies try and be like, no, you can only get this card digitally on this thing. And it's like, no, if you just want to play a fucking game with friends, get the game. Let's right, go. right, right. I had a friend who drew a Charizard card. When we were playing TG, uh, it works for TCG, the game. and he goes, "Can I use this?" And I'm like, "I mean, yeah, because you you came here with that, like you ballsy enough to do that. Like you can play with that, whatever. You know, 120 HP. It's accurate. <laughs> it's accurate to the fucking original. Like, what, what's the difference? Yeah, who cares? It's this. It's just a representative of that card. Oh, you didn't pay to play that? Like, no, forget you. That's stupid. I love that idea. Like, just base it, it is cumbersome to fucking write out a whole deck i know this because i made a silent hill expansion to the resident evil deck there has to be a way to print them all out uh but in in tabletop it's really easy you just fucking give them on a chart done but anyway so i like it it's weird you play a lot of card games adrian where it's like you know you manage your hand and a lot of the deck building games you lose your hand immediately yeah like you don't even hold on to that shit yeah but in this game i don't know if you have you ever played the pokemon tcg uh no i have friends that do okay in this game there is no limit to how many times you can plus for your hand. Right. But there are cards that are like, draw four, draw three, draw two, and you can use infinite amounts of item cards. I had a hand of 30 cards. Nice. Yeah, but you <laughs> might you might deck out. No, I did. I lost completely. <laughs> but I'm just, I was just, keep, yeah, I kept doing a, it just to a, be like, what if I in could? In a trading card game, you usually like, for example, let's go with a regular number, 50. Right. You go in with 50 cards, right? When the stack where you draw from is gone, you fucking lose. Well, it's when you can't draw anymore. So you could technically have no cards, but as long as you cannot force yourself to draw. Right, but, say, the, but usually specific. game mechanics force you to draw. <laughs> there is some in Yu-Gi-Oh, man. There is some in Yu-Gi-Oh. All right, all right. <laughs> so, it's nuts, I man. Nev- I never played When Yu-Gi-Oh. the pendulums came in, that's when shit got too intense, and I was like, let me skip that generation. I'm not fucking dealing with that. Anyway, uh, Adrian... What am I playing? Yeah, man. That's a difficult question. Actually, it's going to be... I'm going to get back on Dragon Ball Fighters because that Gogeta hype is real. I have a question for you. Yeah? For Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah. Is Videl a worthy character to get into? Yeah. Yeah, totally? Yeah, she's... Because I don't know the tier list at all, so I just, I'm just i picking a random character that I'm interested in. It, it depends on what you want to do, but she's honestly... Is I she would, a grappler? No. Okay, perfect. And then I'm good. <laughs> no, no, she's not a she's not a grappler. If anything, she's like queen of the mix up. Okay. Oh my god. Then yeah, I love like doing block that. high, block low. Watch your feet. Oh, but God, Captain N's a huge fighting game thing. We didn't even fucking talk about anything. Like I mean, I'm 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 game. actually interested in this new Gogeta um, DLC coming out. For Five her. fucking supers, and you could do eleven beams in one combo. Dang. Like, Dang. No, because I my. My dude, that's stupid broken. I didn't get into the game like you did, like DBZ, like you did. Right. But I play with my friend Birch a lot. Like every every few weeks, we'll be like, you want to play some Dragon Ball? And then we'll play for like an hour and a half, two hours, you know, just going back, rematch, rematch, rematch. The game is so freaking fun and and delightful. It's beautiful. And I played on the Switch and it still looks great. I can only imagine what it looks like for PlayStation. It's honestly the same. I have a question. Because I loved the the way it looked. It was gorgeous. Right. The gameplay was fun. One problem with the gameplay I had. Is there any way to do a breakaway or kind of push back when someone's in a combo? Uh, back X. 
Because when we it's a reflect. when you showed me this game for the first time, you told me there was none of that. And I got fucking wrecked. Yeah, yeah, no, like, no, no, no. If you're in a combo, there isn't. Yeah, yeah. You can't you can't like you can't break away kind no, of. No, like no, Marvel, no, no. Th- this isn't Mortal Kombat where you break where you use meter well, to break yeah, a combo. Yeah. yeah, the meter is is you can only use it on the offense, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's not But you just but people could just chain a combo and you would just have to sit there. There's no real like yeah, good. Yeah, good, good. good. Fuck off. <laughs> Fucking, you get the first hit. Okay, I guess I'll sit until you're done. Like, or learn I to fuck block. Up. You gotta learn to block. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's it. I mean, there's no one you're to blame right. in a fighting you're game right. except yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like that is it. I will say there are ways to help, like such as Mortal Kombat and Marvel that do some such right. things as that. But yeah, no, obviously there's a counterplay to it. And you gotta remember. Yeah, and you gotta it. remember. There's a breakaway. There's three characters in that game. If there's a breakaway, that's going to make the game go so much longer. They already had a problem with the length of matches. In DBZ? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, they were complaining about it last year for EVO, I think it was. Yeah, because were the games went on way too long. And because the amount of people that would fucking block. Well, you know, so if you have a, so if you have a, um, you know, a breakaway system in it, it would even extend the games even longer. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. What you, I don't know. What you have really is a reflect, which is like if they do a special move or, or even yeah, anything, the, the you just backhand. backhand. Yeah. <laughs> you I literally it, backhand yeah. out of it. But like that game's delightful. Marvel's though. very fast. You it have is, to say. and it has stuff like that, right? Are we talking about who? Marvel, Marvel vs. Capcom. It has a. Rest it's not. Peace? It's called something else. It's not. Um, <laughs> 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 Pay you our know? respects. Damn. Just kick it on the way out. Why don't you? Well, no, it's no, tumbling you know, out for it's a not, while. It's not my fault Capcom abandoned it. Dude, if one came out now, could you imagine with the new Resident Evil shit, the new Devil May Cry shit? What they did with Chun-Li's face, it looks like someone made a clay sculpture of her face and then punched it before they put it in the oven. Bro. Here's my impression bro, of Dante's I love face. when people were like, but dude, the story. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm playing a fighting game. Yeah. Okay, that's that's another big issue. People, people what who, the fuck? People who play fighting games for a story, like, oh, I just really like the story. Listen, if that's your thing, okay. But if the fighting game doesn't have the story in it, this game ain't for you. I agree with everything. One exception. The GameCube era of Mortal Kombat, Deadly Alliance, and Deception. The games were pretty fucking janky. But goddamn, did I keep playing for that fucking story mode? Oh, Mortal so. Kombat actually has a pretty good story. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, it's and they've it gotten better now. For recently game, too. all right. So I have a big, I don't have a big problem, but I know who's writing game scripts. You know, people who write game scripts. Mm. That's who they write them. If they were good, they'd be writing movie scripts. I disagree with that. Or actually. TV scripts. I disagree with that. So you're telling me if. Anybody who's working on a game mm-hmm. gets if some T- Quentin Tarantino comes up to him and is like, "Hey man, I'm writing a movie. You want to write it with me?" You think they're gonna be like, "No, they don't want to be writing for no video game." Well, first off, that implies that you're someone who's popular and well succeeding already is asking them, and that's not really the, the comparison we're trying to make here. What okay. we're trying to make is that writing quality of you, you, your quality as a writer is somehow lower as a video game writer versus a TV or film writer. And I disagree with that, mainly just because as a video game writer, there are different things to keep in mind. Right. Like, it's not necessarily... Because movies are very, like, set in stone. You got got arcs, you got characters that are super detailed, all of that shit. And games, when they're good, have that too. I... I have only... I'm gonna... We gotta take consideration different decisions and shit like that. I I hear you. Just to kind of put the kibosh on this, I kind of see where he's coming from because mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you this question. Okay. You have an English term paper to turn in. Are you going to give it to a novelist 
or are you going to give it to a comic book writer? If, yeah. It, okay, but did that comic book writer write like a shit ton of comics and is super su- well succeeding and like is really popular? Because in that case, there is no difference to me. Okay, Granted, if it's not Bendis, see, but the, but the difference is is one is I'm not saying again again it, just because it's bigger or whatever doesn't mean it's better. But writing a story with a few hundred words and mostly pictures behind it isn't as is is easier than writing a full length novel. I think I feel like there are so many different variables that it's hard to make. For I would me, love to have Ricky on with a comic book artist. Me personally, a writer, writer. I feel like it's just I feel like there's so many different things that I've seen that have surprised me from where they came from and the little things that they've had to make it. Like Undertale is way better written than fucking half of Square shit. Okay. Like, and that's a fucking triple sure. A big thing, you know. And granted, it's not a film, but I will say there are some fucking video games that are written better than TV shows. By default, that kind of means that there yeah, is certain, kind of a gray area to there. certain TV shows. But I mean, I can't think of one video game I've ever played for the story. Right. Right. Ever. Okay. I've never picked up a video game because I'm like, oh my god, I'm dying to see the so story. I'm I don't suggest care at Silent all. Hill Two. No, no, no. I um, love Silent Hill Two, but <laughs> I don't care about the story. If the story was literally nothing, the gameplay that game is so freaking perfect i don't mm. care that's the only thing i care about i is can't the wait gameplay. fuck I, you know what i can't even decide which one i like more that's the hard part like for silent hill 2. I, but the story make no i feel like a story is a you little can bit be more for me. you can have the greatest story in the world and the gameplay is not good i don't care i'm not gonna i'm, I'm not going to disagree because i forced myself to play games just for the story sometimes. so you'll play like kingdom hearts or whatever like that i'm, I'm saying not i'm not kingdom a big hearts, fan but yes okay yes so something like that that might like interest you see i'll Correct. play like a spider-man game like a crappy spider-man license mm-hmm. game not the new one that came out for playstation that was really good right but the old one like for um the amazing spider-man i played those i played those garbage games and i had fun because it's spider-man i'm swinging around you know well, like Fatal having Frame a time isn't necessarily the most perfect game put together they did make better ones when they remade the second game or whatever they helped the camera control system but the game had problems right but i like the story of fatal frame so i yeah. would go through it anyway it's a survival horror that has a good story um i see this warning eyes from adrian so we're gonna just burn through some shit right now okay? all right i mean well real quick i just want to say yeah, what i'm what, playing okay what are you playing That's all right I'm, I'm playing fire emblem yes. and i'm playing Link's awakening three houses yes okay phenomenal amazing game of the year so I have far a question and i know maybe you haven't i don't know but i haven't played it yet yeah um, what's your main character? Like, how do they control what things you can use? Are you still your own class? Because before you had to pick a class, and now you're your own teacher class. I have no idea. Yeah, you just, um, you can go into whatever, um, you can focus on whatever you want to as your main character. You um, can go into any branch and make your own custom class is what you're telling me? Yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody yeah. is customizable. Every character in the whole game is customizable. That's huge. If you want to make a brawler, there's this guy who looks like freaking the mountain. If you want to make him your arrow guy, like your bow, he can be your bow. Not a problem. You just have to say, hey, I want to teach you bow and focus on bow instead of but, brawling. But there were class systems in Fire Emblem. Then there is class system. But, but you can change them all around if you what want to now. Fuck? It's That's amazing. Awesome. And I mean, a lot of people haven't played Fire Emblem. It's a small franchise. I'm not saying you. I know, I'm just small? saying. No, no, it's, was not as big. In the, it's not as big. <laughs> in the West, in the West, it's really yeah, small. Yeah, yeah. And Three Houses, I think, did a really good job of like Fucking opening it up for everybody. But if you love chess and Risk and anime and dating and anime, sims and yeah. like, <laughs> it's perfect for you. It's a perfect favorite Fire Emblem game, at least as of right now. Well, right now, now it's Three Houses. I love the Awakenings. I love the Awakenings. Yes, I love the Awakenings. But Three Houses is better to me. 
It's damn, just it's just man. so you're just well gonna, made. You're gonna, sh- you're gonna completely ignore the GBA games. God damn. It's so well made. I didn't play any GBA games. Oh, I just played Awakenings, a little bit of Fates, oh, and um, this GBA this games don't fuck around, man. They're you're just in there and it's good shit. Tell Nintendo to give me a GBA Classics. Port these and goddamn good GBA games. And God by the way, it. and by the way, for twenty dollars a year, getting all the SNES games and all the NES games, and I'm looking at you, Adrian, and online is a good deal. No, I think you should have one more thing. That's pretty much it. N64 classic? Well, well, well if we get NES, that. SNES, and maybe Game Boy Advance if you want to. You no, know, I would love a Game Boy Advance one. But I'm saying for the $20 a year, Adrian always complains to me. He's like, it's just a ripoff. And that's fine if that's his opinion. But you get over 40 games for free that you right. can play whatever. And, and you classics. can constantly pay for. Yeah. But they're classics. I'm, right. I'm that around, are yeah. over 30 but, years old. But that's I've already thing. played them. Yeah, I have my own ways of playing them as well, you know, and it's kind of like... That's fine, that's fine. I'm just saying, for me as a Nintendo fan, I mean, I never even thought about dropping a 20. It's to have it there, absolutely. But we're in this point in gaming where, like... Go play Tetris 99 somewhere. It's actually really... That game is great. It's but amazing. For, like, and don't even talk, that's amazing. <laughs> but anyway, but, like, we're at this point where if Nintendo wants to really impress me with shit like that, they need to move on another generation. But to be like, we're going to give you these old... Because think about it. Sony's doing two games every month that are AAA titles pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Nintendo could fucking maybe pay a little bit for thing Nintendo is, though, 64 is, or Game Boy Advance. The problem is with Nintendo, and Sony doesn't have this problem, is that all their games are always going to be $60. Because you buy a Nintendo Switch, or you buy a N64, or a Wii, you have to buy Mario Kart, you have to buy Smash Brothers. You don't have to, but yeah. I most mean, people the, who I, buy that I, console. I didn't buy Mario Kart, but I did buy Smash Bros. But I'm I saying, would, like, most people who get these, these are con. You have to have these games for the console. For mm. example, uh, to to kind of agree with this point, I have a friend of mine that has a working GameCube, and but she doesn't have Melee. And I was looking to get her Melee for her birthday. No, oh, Melee's Melee. Maybe. Good luck. Melee is like seventy dollars. Oh, that's not as bad as today. It be. Yeah. No, no, but that's an open one. Yeah. Unopen, forget yeah. about it. You're talking about like 300, 400 bucks. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's it's crazy. So PlayStation and Xbox, they don't hold the value of their games. I don't know why, but Nintendo does. And everybody no, no, ends no, no. up. Uh-uh. You can't just say it's them holding value of their games. Really? Then why, that, why well, can I go pick up a $10? Relax, relax. I was saying that's a little bit of a generalization. You're okay. correct that right. it is them over. I say over because that's my opinion. But they, are, they truly do value their games, the monetary value of their games. But... As other corporations come into existence, they also have their own. And you can't say that, like, them putting deals and having these means of bringing people in is them not caring it's about not, the integrity of It's not that deal. It's that most video game companies, which I've, which I've heard before, really only care about first-month sales. Yeah. After first-month sales, agree, sure, the games go down in price. You go and try to buy Breath of the Wild right now. You're not paying any less than 45 50 bucks for it. Right. That game's two and a half years old. But that's, how, when the game came out, it was $60? Yeah. yeah. So, but that's fine. But that's what I mean. Like, we're not talking about, like, Switch, like, console titles. We're talking about uh, uh, fucking digital games that are on the marketplace. No, no, no. And, I, and these games are, are still $6 that are, like, you know, you play for it for literally, like, five minutes because these games are designed to not be played for a long time. I'm talking about NES and shit. Right, 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 right. But, like, it's great games. I'm never saying it's bad. But at some point... As we move forward, these games do lose monetary value. Not sentimental value, right, right, right. but monetary. Yeah, right, but I'm saying like for this console right now that we're on right now, the Switch, mm-hmm. 
you're not going to find any of these games for cheaper than $45, and that's no. if there's a sale. But that's actually and not even, that bad. So, yeah. No, 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 it's not bad. But even used, you go to GameStop, they're going to be 45 bucks. Like, that's what I'm talking about, that even GameStop recognizes that Nintendo doesn't lose its value because the cust- the Nintendo customer, I've noticed, they buy a lot more because they buy Mario Kart, Super Mario, they buy Link, I mean, they'll buy Zelda, they'll buy... Wow, that was the first reverse. You whatever. called Zelda Link. Like, instead of calling well, Link well, I was Zelda... Because I had I Link in my it's head. It's just funny, it's just funny. I had Link funny. in my head, you no, know. No, totally. You're thinking of Link's Awakening right. and shit. No, right, totally. you, got, you got all these games that are just system sellers for mm-hmm. them. And then people... Pokemon. Pokemon, you go try to find a Pokemon game for less than like, you can't buy any Pokemon game for true. how much it was cost right now. And when no. you go to GameStop, I can find a bunch of those little thirty-five bucks for thirty-five DS. bucks. Really, thirty-five? Yes, you, you will be. George, no, George, fifteen. That's how much most of those DS games are. No, George, I shit you not. They're always forty. Nintendo games hold value that other games don't for some reason, and I don't know why. And then Nintendo doesn't even make you know, money off the back it, end. I think I know what it is. The sheer volume of games that come out on other <clears throat> consoles kind of lessens the amount of like, okay, you see what I mean? If there's a higher flux of games being released by a publisher versus Nintendo, who kind of doesn't have as big as a floodgate, they do release a lot of games and right. open third right. market there's, shit. There's nobody better at shovelware than Nintendo, though. Um, what's the, what's the um, what, how many I mean. fucking cooking mamas are there on the fucking right. Wii. There were 20, bro. Uh, I don't I don't no, really agree with that I'm point. I'm not talking about one that. series doing multiple things. I'm talking about like look how many IPs does PS4 have? Just not a general. lot in comparison to Nintendo. When, all I'm saying is that Nintendo would never release Super Mario Odyssey as a free game for a month like they would release Metal Gear Solid. No, sure, sure. Because it's that people are gonna still buy they built that Mario, culture, but they but it's because of them that right. that is that. It's not because of oh, just some mysterious thing about the games themselves. They decided that no, these games stay at this value, and that's fine as a decision for them. But no, but even the else. secondhand market, the secondhand market still stays at that value. The games at GameStop, which Nintendo doesn't make a dime off of after they get. Changed in. Well, maybe because they just know, like, GameStop's just, it's nothing to do with Nintendo. It's just GameStop picking right. off of that. But, kind but of if thing. you go to, like, any game shop or anything, Nintendo mm-hmm. stuff is just more expensive than everybody else's it's true. stuff. It's designer and in a way. Sometimes. Maybe, maybe it is. That's what it is. I don't know. It's just, um, this is Nintendo. Like you said, I'm Captain no, this, N and I love it. No, this is what it. it is, man. And that's why I want, we don't really cover Nintendo as much unless it's Smash here on the show. You right. know what I mean? So it's, it's good to have this overview. Oh, that's my favorite, uh, Fire Emblem game, Smash 4. Smash 4? Yeah, hey. I'm actually dying. I know. All right, I'm All right, dying Lucina for them. Lucina was my main. You need to relax. No, I, I, I want them to so bad, and I know it's going to piss off so many people. I hope one of the DLC people is from Fire Emblem. And for no other reason than to piss everybody off. And if you get pissed off about one character out of 80, fuck you. I have, a, I have just one thing. I would not give a shit about the level or the amount of Fire Emblem characters, but you, as right. a person who's played Fire Emblem... yeah. Why the fuck are they all sword users? There are axes, there are lances, there are pegasi, there is magic. There are so many ways to kill a motherfucker in Fire Emblem. We got Robin. Robin's kind of center. He's got a sword. Yeah, he's got a sword, but he's also His magic. His main thing is a sword. No doubt, but he's also magic. He has a he lot of magic. He represents the magic part. Sure, you did cover that. But, like, there's no axe user. There's no lance. Where's True. my trinity here? Yeah, yeah. Where's the guy who, on the smash move, on their smash ball, gets on a horse or a pegasus? Does the fucking twirl thing and, ah, you know? Like, cool shit, but yeah, it's yeah. always a sword user it's always the big uh and it's like yeah man we've seen that before 
No doubt. No doubt. I mean, I'm, but I, I understand what you're saying. Um, the Fire Album, I wish there would be a little bit more variety in them. Because you got, like, Ike, who's just a truck version of Marth. Why couldn't Ike use an axe? In-game, he uses an axe. He can right. use an axe. Granted, right. Rag- Ragnell or whatever is a sword. But fucking come on, dude. Like, it's just too much. And he does play differently, but it's just so many And swords. I guess that they're really catering to such a small fan base. Mm-hmm. I guess that's... But but damn, really catering. Because that's a... Again, that's a huge slot. Yeah, like seven characters from Fire Emblem. How many Kirby Fire characters are there? Three. Three. That's it. You know? And that's Sakurai's baby. Yeah. You'd think there'd be more. Yeah. But, 100%. You know. I'm actually surprised that the ones that we've gotten so far, we've only gotten one Nintendo uh, character in this entire um, DLC pack. And that was Pry Plant. Oh, my God. I completely forgot he was even in there. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought Toad would make it before Piranha Plant, but that was a nice like surprise. Yeah, good. I'd say Captain Toad should be. Oh, I would love Captain Toad. He's too cute, though. He's too cute. He's Have Toad. Light. Have Captain Toad be a special or some final whatever. What would be the difference? I don't know. I don't know. I love Banjo, though. Banjo's awesome. Hero's fun. He's just way too complicated yeah, with, like, I 24 can't. specials. I was about to say, if you could figure out Hero, then good for you, because no, I, he's I, cool, I, but no. I got him figured out. Um, terrible dash attack, but uh, His he's magic fun. is random, right? Yeah, it's, R- okay, it's so RNG. It's totally yeah. Fuck right. off. And there's, can like, 20 different, 24 different can things. I, I can't read them can so I, fast. I Fuck off. Can I ask you a question about Ultimate uh, FGC talk? Yeah, I'm not that familiar with everything that's going on right now, but you can... Did you hear about Armada and Salem? No. What's going on with that? So, uh, apparently Salem was talking shit before a tournament Mm -hmm. about Armada and all that. And Armada's playing Ultimate, which is news to me. Because I thought he was just done with Smash altogether when he retired from Melee. Right. But they played. and He's still playing Peach? Yeah. Nice. Uh, Salem 3 0'd him. Like, 3 0'd him hard, I think. Dang. And Armada hasn't said a thing, but he went for a fist bump or whatever. Salem completely, like, blocked it and ignored it and walked away. What a cunt. And everyone in the FGC started tearing Salem a fucking new one. You don't do that to a god. Like, Armada is a smash god. No, I mean, he is. He's 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 one of the gods of melee, bro. Isn't Zero the best? Or with the god? No, no, no. He was, it, he was no. First off, Zero was only good in Smash Four, the game that only people care about because Bra- Brawl was the worst one. But Ultimate is pretty close. So I mean, like if if Ultimate is close to any of the Smashes, wouldn't it be closer to it's, Four than no, any of the other it's, games? No, it's it's a hybrid between Four and Melee. Right, but even by you saying that, it sure I guess half of it would be melee too. But it's also like four, so I figured Zero would. I mean, not to be like no oh, Zero. Zero, zero hasn't you? played in four. Oh, he's too scared. In what? Ultimate, you mean? I mean, on Ultimate, yeah, yeah. he hasn't played. He hasn't oh. played in tournaments. I he was. I watched a couple of runs. He could totally fucking wreck shit. In this yeah, game. no, I don't he's see why not. He's great. Yeah. He's great. Um, I, I just think thought, he just got jitters, man. Because it's totally he was undefeated. Rule. He was undefeated in four. What coming back for no reason? Like, I'm saying right now he can make record, his money twitch. Anyone, anyone who says that undefeated, like that title means shit to me. Because if you've never lost, like well, he's never lost in a tournament. Still, he never lost in a tournament But before. still, though, when people... Not, this is unrelated to right. Zero, by the way. I'm just saying, like, in general, when people usually say, oh, undefeated, it's undefeated, this undefeated... Yeah, you won a bunch, but I don't know what factors led to you winning. You losing at least says to me that you've experienced defeat and decided to go again, which means, like... Like, if I'm looking at a guy where his win-to-loss ratio is a mixed number versus a guy who's just all wins, no losses, I'm going to be suspicious of that and trust this guy more. Right, but... Like the the main point here is that it's it's Armada, dude. Right. And you 
Besides were, Mango and Hbox. Okay, yeah. yeah. Wait, is Hbox a god or is a god slayer? What the no, fuck? No, Hbox is a god. Is this a variant of like heels and, and like um No, no, wait, there's, there's a thing, like the melee well, gods. everything's wrestling. Yeah, everything well, is wrestling. Okay, but enough. By the way, so you didn't like Goldberg until after he lost his first match to Kevin Nash. <laughs> yeah, so specific references are going to be hard on me. <laughs> I'm just kidding because he was undefeated. I was in the 90s, still cold when okay, I was like let's, fucking let's 10. Now, I'm sorry. Okay, the God Slayer <laughs> then has to be Leffen. Yeah, no, Leffen's a God Slayer. Yeah, yeah, Leffen is the God okay, Slayer. Okay, so a God, obviously there are four gods in Melee. Mm. Like these are dudes that run shit in Melee. Okay. Like have the respect of everyone in Melee. Uh-huh. Armada, Mango, uh Hbox. Hbox M2K? M2K has a lot of respect because he does play all the games. Um, but if I have to go like overall, I'm gonna go Ken. Okay, fine. And okay. then and I then, have no idea who these people are, but rock on. Yeah, but yeah. They've won. Look up the Ken combo whenever you can. Do any of them play Richter by chance? No, no, no. no this is Melee. Oh, oh! So this we, is game. Wait, so we're not even talking about ultimate. No, no, no. we're talking about melee. Okay, but, but, sorry, sorry. But, but you know, some of them have retired and moved on. Hbox still runs shit. Mango still runs shit. Armada retired from from competitive melee, and he's now playing competitive ultimate. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have gone to ultimate. Leffen's where the money is now. Yeah, yeah. Leffen's in ultimate after eighteen years. Melee's finally kind of dying. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's that popular. Whatever. Fucking one of the greatest fucking games of all time is finally dying out, finally. <laughs> right, right, um, right. Um, I, honestly, though... Look, uh, I, I'm not even a fucking, like, diehard at all compared to you, but right. I recognize greatness. Yeah. You gotta recognize GOAT. Anyway, so... Um, I feel like uh, we already talked about all the games we played. I feel like that spawned great conversations in general. I feel like we don't need to go into films, I guess. No, but, I mean, you know if everyone I mean? just wants to go real quick at what you're watching, we don't have to talk about Succession. it. Succession. I'm right. watching. I'm in season yeah, one. Yeah, you guys really wanted to mention Succession. We are going to go into way more detail in a future yeah. episode. I'm watching That's Succession, awesome. Deuce, and Righteous Gemstones right now. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, technically, I'm also watching Deuce. Right. But okay. in between Deuce, I'm watching Succession. All right. So um, <clears throat> I'm not watching anything at the moment, but I did watch a film called Bedazzled. Has anyone, wait, 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 wait. Did wait, anyone wait, remember wait, wait, the wait, film wait, wait, wait. Bedazzled? Elizabeth Hurley. Hmm? And, um, and McConnell. Fraser. McConnell, Brendan yeah. Fraser. McConnell, yes. Yeah. It's a good movie. Oh, that, I used she to is grow up with that too movie. sexy well, in that movie. Yeah, like, oh my gosh, she changes an outfit literally every four seconds. I love her. She's amazing. Yeah, I love her. That movie her. was hilarious. I mean, granted, there's a couple scenes where you're like '90s, but right. like, regardless of that, like, I this concept's funny. Like, it was fun to watch. Like, yeah. I had a good time. And where Brendan- the fuck is Brendan Fraser? Oh, oh um, he's doing um, Doom Patrol. Yeah, which is a fucking amazing show. Sweet. Okay, cool. That's, I just need him to get work. He deserves that, it. He's that's, funny. Uh, well, he was great in The Mummy. I mean, I don't care what anybody says. The Mummy 1 was a fun-ass movie. Um, he sold yeah. that movie. 100%. Like, 100%. Well, yes. well, and then, oh my God, my boyhood crush, Rachel Weiss. She was so freaking deadly in that movie. Oh, uh, of I am also watching Titans, the okay. other DC Universe show. It's, it's Arrow with just slightly better writing. <laughs> Wait, Titans, the same one with fuck Batman and the shattering yeah. glass. All right, well, we'll see if it got better. Who knows? I mean, season. I like season two more than season one because season two is like everyone is like really giving a shit over Deathstroke. Like every time well, you see Teen Titans, so yeah, you see them losing their shit over Deathstroke. Like they're for two se- for two episodes now. They've been talking about Deathstroke showing up, and oh my god, Deathstroke's here! Everybody's like, oh my fucking god. It's Deathstroke. And they're like fucking running away and shit. Wait, Deathstroke and not Slade? 
Yeah, Slade. It's the same it, guy. It's the same guy. I thought when it was in Teen Titans, it was... Oh, well, because well, the cart... The one yeah, they didn't want to use Deathstroke because that's a, you know... They didn't want to use Slade because it's... They use Slade instead. Slade Wilson. Oh, okay. No, uh, you're talking about the cartoon, right? Okay. okay right. Yeah, they didn't want to do that. They didn't want to use Deathstroke right. in the. Uh, uh, fucking really? But yeah, the uh, word uh, Cardo. Like, come on, kids. Cardo. Don't watch Titans. Watch Doom Patrol. No, I will not be watching Titans. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I'd only watch certain cape things nowadays. I, I'm not watching everything. I haven't watched the last like three Marvel movies outside of the new Avengers. Yeah, which, which I'm not doesn't going deserve to. any. Award. And I'm not going to watch another Marvel movie until further notice. All righty. Well, that sounds like a plan uh, to me. Endgame doesn't deserve an award. Just so uh, you know. But Sephiroth did. Fuck off. You talking about the guy who played uh, Red no. Skull? No, no. There's a picture of the guy that um, that got the award. Like he was in charge of. I don't know if he's a sound director. I completely don't know. Just really long hair. His long white hair. And I put a comment. I'm like, whoa! I didn't know Sephiroth got an award. I had like ten or thirteen likes, <laughs> or happy smiley face or whatever. And I was like, holy shit! I guess that really worked. Anyway, uh, I want to give a big thank you to our, our I feel like I just want to call you N because he's captain. Are you so coming in? I'm coming in. works. El Capitan. I, we haven't used that in a long time. Well, it's your it's part of your fucking Twitter handle, isn't it? No. Most masterful dude of doviness. Never mind. Anyway, you could still be Captain N if you like. <laughs> Either way, Cardo, dude, I really appreciate you being here. No, thank man. you for having me, man. It was real fun. Anytime. I can't wait to do this again, yeah. actually, because we we overspilled with information. We need more. If you need to come here again <laughs> and when you talk more we about We almost have enough for three fucking episodes with you guys. Or we can split it. You guys can split it up. You we'll know? Yeah, it I mean, I'm going to have to. <laughs> well, we'll figure I don't, it out. We're not PCL yet. We're That's not running like, eight hour podcasts. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, Super Best Friends did like two. Two or three hour, po- four hour podcast. Yeah, we there's a podcast. Yeah, but I mean we're not we're not there yet. We're we're not there yet. That's that's when true. we have like you know a good solid amount of money coming in, and then we could just start money. going. Hey, four hours. I just need I just need people that will listen that long. I don't even need the money. I just need someone who will I'd sit like, through fucking four hours. I'd like to talking. get money. I like money. All right, you heard it here too. <laughs> uh, Adrian is a sellout. All right, starting now. Sellout with me. Oh yeah. So uh, this has been the Fan Freaks Podcast, everyone. Everyone? Everyone. Everyone? Join hands. Don't join hands. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Everyone! (laughs) All right. right. I don't even know what I was going for. (laughs) Gary Oldman. Sure.